When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is brought to you by Magic Mind. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP and use the promo code WATP20 for 20% off your purchase. It's pretty tight. Episode 388. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What a dick. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap Please clap. It's showtime. A W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the show that promotes children's books. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who also can't see Chad's upper lip from the Blind Mike Project, the Kirk Minahan Show, Why Are You Laughing? And Who Are These Socials? He's spread a little thin. It seems like, wow, it's Blind Mike Geary. What's going on, Mike? I do a lot of S, Carl. Enough with you is not enough, so I'm happy to be here. That's right, buddy. Yes. You always make time for your good friend, Carl, of course. I try to. Please go to whoarethese.com. That's where you'll get our email address, the voicemail number, the link to our subreddit, the link to our Discord server, the link to our merchandise, the link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the unedited live shows whenever you want. We'll be doing another bonus show early next week. Uh, Easy for you to say part 12. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also going to be doing another crossover with Dick early in March. So you'll want to get on our Patreon at Supercast. Oh, and of course, I've been procrastinating, but these Hannah picks are going to go up as well. <laughs> That's going to happen before the, the month is over. I don't right? believe it. Oh, believe it, buddy. <laughs> believe it. In fact, remind me. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you can just shoot me a text or something. That'd be great. Um, <clears throat> tickets are on sale for the WATP, the Dick Show crossover event live. Live.dick.show for tickets. That's April 22nd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. If you can get there, be there. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called I Rewatch iCarly. This is a suggestion from Ostrodama on Patreon. How the fuck he found it, I have no idea. <laughs> we have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Natalie Collins and Cersei McNaughton. And uh, I'll read one of the lines of the description of this show. It says, you don't need to have watched iCarly to enjoy this ride. Just remember to buckle up. So this is a (laughs) show where they spend two hours talking about one 22-minute episode of a a kid's show on Nickelodeon from 15 years ago. But you don't have to watch the the source material to to enjoy it. I have to say, though, this is going to sound like a joke, but going into this, I did not expect nearly as much sex and conspiracy talk as we got. That was was a surprising twist. Uh, So I'll start off with a couple of clips here that maybe help sum things up for me. Now, you might think that what they're going to do is they're just going to recap what happened in the episode, maybe tell you what parts they enjoyed or some insights into the show, something like that. Well, actually, no. What 
this woman decides to do is make up a different plot entirely. Oh, she just she decides they wrote it wrong for some reason. <laughs> so what they're describing here is in this episode of iCarly. Now iCarly is a kids show that's based on these teenagers who do an internet video show uh, back before that was being done a lot. iCarly. Right. So it's it's a show within a show kind of thing. Yes. And so on the show within the show. They get 2,000 emails a week from a guy named Chad who's 50 years old who lives in Wisconsin. This is what they're saying. Like they get all this fan mail, and half of it all comes from this one guy. I think who, he lives in Florida, actually. Yeah. That was my understanding. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit too out of the nose, so they had to go with Wisconsin. Right. So um, this is them changing the script for some reason. The girls announced that they've all drawn bunnies and are going to show them on air because Chad wrote in requesting it. And then Sam throws in, you've got a lot of problems, Chad. Stop right there. I just <laughs> realized that they probably wanted to draw cats, but then it would be too obvious that Chad was actually asking for pussy. A pussy joke. I'm done. I'm not doing the rest of this episode. Like I'm, I've had it. I've fucking wow. had it. I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. Big I've brain it. moment for sure. Did you realize that like way earlier? Am I dumb? Realize what? The thing you just made up? Did you know that <laughs> thing I just made up? No. <laughs> Nobody did. What are you talking that dawned about? on you yet? <laughs> yeah, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? So then they go on to talk about what the, uh, the other emails, as I said, 2,000 a week from this guy, Chad. What do the other emails say? I'm sure he put in a 1,199 other requests that you didn't like, want to put pussy, on show air. Show pussy, show pussy, show pussy, show pussy, show, show, pussy, pussy, show pussy. pussy, show pussy. No, it was fully show pussy. And then the, the writers were like, oh, so then they're going to draw cats because they misunderstand. Yeah. Show pussy. And then they're like, no. But then they're like, no, it's too obvious. They say a different P word later. Oh, so oh. they should have just drawn the cat at that point. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into it a little bit later. We'll, we'll talk about it more. Let's move on. Let's focus. No one asked for a cat to be drawn nobody did what do you mean they should have just drawn a cat what what's going on here my uh, my main takeaway from this show was how like in the weeds they get with they scrutinize it the way people scrutinize the sopranos or mad right. men or something yeah 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 guys it's just a light-hearted kids show <laughs> you know don't you know to take all that seriously by the way i think it's funny that wreck in the discord over here says of course you get the blind guy to review a podcast about a tv show i don't know anyone who likes iCarly or has seen it so it's not like I, I could have grabbed Doug from Who's Right and he would have been an expert on this subject. You should have, you should have gotten a true aficionado of iCarly. It yeah, is I a know. little... Uh... <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It's Jesus. a little embarrassing that you chose Jesus me, Christ. but I appreciate it. But Rec then mm -hmm. saved himself by saying, these girls sound dumb as fuck. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> it's, well, so if you want to play my clip three, I think that's the best example of like their true mental illness <laughs> because the way they talk about this show is... It's, I mean, obviously very childlike. You can assume that going in, but yeah. it's just bizarre to me. Freddie would be like, well, actually, Ellen was kind of mean, Sam. Yeah, I wanted to bite her in the face, Carly. <laughs> Don't she was okay. mean, Sam. She invited us on her show. Yeah. Are they creating dialogue like, now, They're too? talking about it the way, it's the way, like, kindergartners would talk about this show. <laughs> yeah, right. And then she said, and then he said... In fact, I have a clip right here that's literally line-by-line line dialogue. I don't know if she wrote this down. She has it memorized. I'm not sure. They did that in the episode I listened to, too. Yeah. yeah they go through the like the entire script. And Fred goes to look and is like, why is it wearing fuzzy slippers? And she goes, those are its feet. 
And then Sam goes, why are there two bullet holes in its head? And then Carly goes, those are the eyes. And then Fred goes, okay, well, why is he carrying a hose? And and Carly goes, because he's on his way to his part-time job as a volunteer firefighter. And then they all just look at each other. That's fascinating. Please go on. (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you're listening to this, I have to imagine you're just like, yeah, no, I remember. I watched the episode. (laughs) I want to hear what you guys think about it. Well, you know, it does say in the description, you don't have to watch iCarly. And that's true, because they will tell you every fucking detail. Of the show, oh, good. I, I was. I'll skip my rewatch then and <laughs> yeah, just get right. this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just, just get right to the podcast. It'll save you twenty <laughs> minutes right there. Um, I have to play this next clip early in the show because okay. these ladies are both easily impressed, as I think we're going to find out even more so, but also yes. very easily offended. Fred gets so excited <laughs> that he yells, "Wow!" <laughs> and I quote, I didn't make that up. No, that was that was pretty much exactly how he said it too. A little white kid. Wow, arriba. <laughs> but he's like jumping around like again with the speaking Spanish for no reason bullshit. Like Like I felt racist saying that. Yes. I didn't want to relay it. It was so it was out of nowhere for no reason. Out of, con- like, no context needed for it. It's just not good. It's not a good look. Like, kill the bit. Kill the bit. So what's racist about speaking Spanish? How is that racist? <laughs> oh, you want to know what's funny, Carl? They, I guess it's racist because the Spanish comes out of nowhere. My clip 14 is them doing exactly that <laughs> for no reason at all. I just want to let them know that uh, white people invented Spanish. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, it's all they culturally appropriated us. Yeah, right. It's a European language. Oh, shut up. Oh, shut, shut up. up. Me- Wait, that vine where it's like the mom is speaking Spanish. She's like, Atienes the shut up. Um, what does she say? No, go ahead. Keep trying. Go ahead. No, all <laughs> go I ahead. Know is, okay, Freddie Benson. Okay, Freddie Benson. Go ahead. Speak Spanish. Shut up on me. No. That's all I know. Shut up. Hang on. Don't make me laugh. Shut up. No. No. Shut up. I would love to know what the fuck I was trying to say. A tienes. A tienes. Shut up. Shut up. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Melanie needed to, to speak to Freddie like that after yeah. he said, oh, shut up. I can't say Sanders, shut up. Whatever. At least what the fuck are you yapping on about? That's one of those like white people things. Yapping. Yeah. That- this is offensive. Wow. <laughs> I don't we know what to make We're of this. canceled now. <laughs> Gee, I know people are still listening to this show. Sorry, everyone. I didn't realize <laughs> we're going to bring in such spicy uh, clips of the show here. <laughs> they. It is interesting to listen to because these girls aren't that much. They're, it sounds like four or five years younger than me. I think they're twenty-seven. And they're just the one girl just in the world is so. Yeah, so like, they're probably just young enough to have watched the show, but yet their philosophy on the world is so much different than mine. <laughs> yeah, like clip sixteen, literally. So, I have to set this all up now because the episode I listened to, they were covering. Uh, an episode where they have a sitcom staple. It's very traditional sitcom plot. Um, one of the characters has a a twin that's never been introduced before. Okay. So she's playing both roles, and one of the other characters doesn't believe. Thinks she's just being fucked with. Like thinks it's a joke that they're trying to play on him. That's the premise of the entire episode, <laughs> and yet clip number sixteen, somehow they drew this 
conclusion about the plot. Fred is like, so are you Sam right now or Melanie? And for some reason that was giving me like vague transphobia vibes. I know I'm probably <laughs> reading into it right now, but I was like, you don't just ask someone that. Wait, transphobia? <laughs> yeah, that's a, there's no episode if you don't ask her that. <laughs> so wait, I, uh, I'm very confused. Wow, that's transphobia. I'm very confused by this. <laughs> So, Mike, hey, are you Carl or Chris? Oh, Mike, hey. so transphobic. Yeah. It's very racist of you to say that. So this is what I wanted to point out, because they're offended that a white person used Spanish, but then they start making these 9-11 jokes. That's outrageous. Wait, Just a minute later. Your episode yeah, yeah, check this out. We talk about 9-11 all the time. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> She goes, like cheerleaders would ever want to view the two of you. Boom, roasted, Boom, found destroyed. dead in a ditch. Two white boys found dead in a public school in Seattle. A plane has just hit Freddie and Gib. <laughs> <laughs> the second plane has just hit the twin white boys at Ridgeway High. They've been obliterated. The twin towers are Fred and Gib. <laughs> just standing there. Yeah. And Sam is the plane. Jesus Christ. That's the joke. Now, these girls I like. They get edgy. <laughs> Holy shit. What was the 9 11 reference in your episode? Uh, clip number four. They, they, I guess the episode set them up to make a, an easy 9 11 reference, but one of them didn't quite get it. When Freddie rolls up and they get mysteriously quiet, Ooh. Fred's like, What were you two talking about? Ooh. And the girls are like, The Middle East. There's a lot of tension over there. Okay. Children are dying in bombings, famine, and war. And Nickelodeon was like, you know what? That would make an amazing punchline. And I agree. It was an amazing punchline. Yeah. Like, okay. So now they're bringing up 9-11. Like, they're really steal <laughs> stealing our bit again. Like, really? Really, Dan? I mean, 9-11 didn't happen in the Middle East. I mean, no. But they're like... There's a lot of tension over there. So, like, they're talking about the post 9-11 Middle East. Oh. oh, my God. Wait, so... you're so right. You are yeah. so right. It seems I to know. Like so, anyway, so they're stealing our bit again. Was that, were you making fun of my voice? No. Oh, my God, you were. No, I, I was being like, I know. No. I know. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of your voice. What Whatever. Everybody knows you never go full retard. <laughs> what the fuck is going on over here? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I also like, they talk about 9-11 so much that if you talk about 9-11, it's stealing their bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's our thing. We're the ones who laugh about 9-11. What's wrong with all of you people? And yet get offended by everything else yes. somehow. Yeah. It's wild. yeah, actually, this sums up the show for me. Even worse than child pornography. I agree. Um, this is ridiculous <laughs> because the episode that they're reviewing and the one that I heard is one where there's a magic locker at school and everybody wants this magic locker. Wow. And this dum dum has to spoil it for us and let us know that that can't be real. Well, the, the sad thing about growing up is that you realize that things like this just simply would not happen. No. Like, first of all, they order the lockers in bulk. Yes. You're not ordering them one by one. No. You would not get one special locker. No. And even if you did get one special locker, you would not install it. No. You wouldn't put it anywhere. You would fix the mistake and move on. Right. And the worker wouldn't be the one who did it. Yeah. All right, all right ladies. I, I think we all, us at home already know this. That's fine. You don't have to explain that. <laughs>
for people that are obsessed with a kid's show, they have very little imagination. <laughs> they can't wrap mind around any of this. Yeah, you notice that? <laughs> the part that I found bonkers, because I made a joke on the last Who Are These Podcasts, and I was going to do a show called Salute, Salute Your Shorts, where I yes. review Salute Your Shorts, and actually... Uh, Doug from Good Times Great Movies has already signed up to be the co-host of that one. But uh, yeah, he's, he's like, any show with a guy named Donkey Lips is certainly yeah. worth reviewing. I'm just doing a show where I salute Dan Snyder and all that he's accomplished. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the thing that is bonkers about this is that these girls who watched the show when they were like 11 or 12 years old. And anything that you enjoyed when you were 11 or 12 probably sucks. Mm-hmm. And you don't really want to yeah. revisit it. Yeah. But these women not only are obviously revisiting it, but still think it's a funny show. And it makes it even worse that this was fucking hilarious. I laughed so hard. It was hilarious. It was so funny. I bet it wasn't. I bet iCarly's never (laughs) been hilarious once. But they think that it's so funny, Mike, that they're blown away by the actors for not breaking during these amazing yes. scenes. I honestly was yeah. like, how did Jeanette McCurdy get through this without laughing? I don't know how any of them got through this. There's a lot of things in this episode that are so fucking funny that I have no idea how they were able to like film. They're pros. Well, first off, it's not a play. So they might have taken uh, two or three takes <laughs> on it. I don't know how they did it. It's not saying it live. <laughs> I don't know what you think this is. But secondly, it's not funny. It's not really all that funny. Yeah. That, also, Jeanette McCurdy was getting diddled backstage, so I'm sure there wasn't a lot of laughs going <laughs> yeah, on right. on set. <laughs> she's, she's traumatized. She's not laughing at anything. But, but you're so right. They take this like so seriously, and they truly love the show. And like my clip eight is kind of in the same vein uh, of what you just played, where they're obsessed with the acting prowess of like some <laughs> little kid that makes an appearance. Well, Chuck gets an answer right and explains, "I'm learning." And Carly grabs something from her backpack, and while she faces away from him, Chuck locks eyes with Spencer and mouths something at Spencer while pointing at him sinisterly. It was truly like a switch. I watched that boy turn evil. This kid's such a good actor. I shit myself. He's so good. My scrotum (laughs) fell out of my body. (laughs) Out of my inner sanctum. Out of my inner sanctum, my scrotum rolled. And then this kid ate it in front of me. Yeah. I'm convinced that he's actually possessed. Like, he plays it way too well. He is way too good yeah. at this. It's scary. I believed him when he said that he was a little innocent boy. I believed him. And then I was so wrong. So wrong. I was like, why did I believe him? I knew the facts. You knew the facts. I knew the and, facts. And he made you believe that they were wrong. He's just that good. What can I say? When I think of brilliant acting, of course, I think of The Godfather. Mm-hmm. I think of maybe Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Sure. And I Carly. Yeah. <laughs> I think of shitting myself when yeah. I think of great acting. I Anytime right I look at Pacino, <laughs> I'm going to change my pants. One too many. Um, can we talk about the how obnoxious these girls are with their mouth noises? That oh, they no, like I don't to know do? if I noticed that. Okay. Well, I got some examples here for you. I- I'll Good. say this. Um, they do have some YouTube videos out there. They're both cute girls who probably don't get told to shut the fuck up very often. Hmm. And that's the problem. Yes. <laughs> that's where we come in. I, yes. So I, I I listened to audio only, I, but I, I had a feeling that might be the case. <laughs> you, you could tell, yes. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of I Rewatch iCarly. Okay. Uh, that's the horn sound. I don't know if you guys realized that they were doing that with their mouths or not. That wasn't a drop. Sure. Sure. Like we yes. have over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it wasn't necessarily this. 
Just kidding. I did that with my mouth as well. And then wow. uh, later on, on the show, later on, they have siren noises. Yeah. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Anyway. Again, that is a police car approaching, not us saying we're wooing. We're, we're not wooing. We're not <laughs> no, wooing. no woos. That's no woos. Siren. Woo woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Um, uh, yeah, all right. Well, let's not dive into that further. Can somebody please put their dick in these ladies' mouths? <laughs> I'd really appreciate that. And then the singing, well, I, too, Mike. I'm sorry. One more yes. one more example here of how annoying these women no, are. No, please. Maybe two more. Breaking news. <laughs> we find ourselves in the school hallway, and guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Baldi's back, 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 yelling back, at some kids. Tell a kid, friend. Kid. <laughs> And then um, the the singing, sometimes people will start to sing something when they're on a show, and then they catch themselves, and they go, oh, I'm sorry about that. Not this right. woman. We all know no, that no. if a woman were to do that, when you look me it would not in the fly. eyes, <laughs> I cannot see logic. Are the girl's nipples going to be out? I cannot tell. When you look me in the eyes, logic is not found. Yeah. Boo! Ah! I can't fucking take it! <laughs> Do we even need to be here? Let's just hit drops. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be good. Uh, I, I think I have one that kind of relates to that. Mm -hmm. My clip number one, I don't even know if it's so much mouth noises as it, as it is like, you're right, they don't get told to shut up. Because I'm assuming the reason they decided to do a podcast, and like they have advertising, so I assume they have listeners, so good for them. But the reason they felt like they had that ability is because they mistake funny for quirkiness. Like right. they're just quirky, I think, which makes makes them believe they're funny. Yeah. Bum, bum, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Scary, scary, scary. We harmonized right there. Ooh. I think it was the same note. Bum, bum, bum. I wrote Jack Carly the album dropping soon. <laughs> well, we're live on iCarly. The girls are playing with a choo choo train on a choo -choo. big track. Sam goes, and here comes the big rock. And boom, a big ass boulder falls from the ceiling boom. and crushes the train set and table. <laughs> this was so fucking funny. It was, it was so hilarious. Funny. Oh, God. Uh, stop telling me how funny it I was. I know. That's, that's the most offensive part about the show, when they try to explain to me that iCarly is funny. Explaining it does not make it any funnier. <laughs> Fucking sucks. I, I've never reached that register when I'm talking about Seinfeld. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it turned into Ethel Merman. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do you have on this, Mike? Well, I, I mentioned this earlier. There was an extraordinary amount of sex talk in this mm. show. Um, I'm trying to think. I think clip nine might be the best example I have of that. Later on at Shay Shay, Carly and Spencer are watching a nature documentary. The narrator goes, the male elephant offers the female elephant a peanut. And that sounds dangerously close to the male elephant offers the female elephant his penis. His penis. Why do I have to? They don't eat How's peanuts it? in the wild. This isn't a circus. No. But they said. Britney Spears is not found. <laughs> no eyes on me. Not in no the center of the ring. Not like a circus. No. Just a penis. Just a penis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if you had misheard the the line that was in the show and thought it was something different? I don't know what to tell Why you. Why are you making yeah. me think of penis, Nickelodeon? <laughs> yeah. Right. Stop teasing. Yeah, that's a you thing. <laughs> and then clip number seven is, I think, kind of the same thing where, like, 
they mishear something and they put that burden on the writers at Nickelodeon. <laughs> well, Carly pulls Spencer to the side and is like, what is wrong with you? You've let my enemy penetrate my inner sanctum. He's a nice kid. No, he's going to do bad things to me. Okay, you need to go take a hot bath or something. Bath? <laughs> it's a no. I'm stinky. Not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. No. Or also the word sanctum, too close to scrotum in my onion. Yes. I was literally, as soon as they said that sentence, and then add in there the, he's going to do bad things to me. But as soon as they said penetrate my inner sanctum, I was like, okay, penetrate my inner sanctum equals fuck his asshole. Yeah. I agree. Scrotum, I agree. It's right yeah. there. Penetrate. They don't even have to like. And she's like, yeah, obviously. Penetrate. Penetrate. It was like bowels. It was just the the word. The use of the word was atrocious. My inner sanctum. I don't want to know about your inner sanctum, dude. I'm gonna keep it real. Why did they have to say it like that? We know why. We we know why. We it know was why. funny, but we know why. And he's gonna do bad <laughs> things to me. Come on. And then don't say shit for attention. It's not cute. And then he was painting his room, but paint sounds like taint. Why would they do that? Why would they have someone painting on Nickelodeon? When it rhymes they keep with... making me think these songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn you, Dan Snyder. I do. I, I, I worry my audio might be a little fucked up. I just want to check on one thing. Yeah. In the middle of that clip, she said, in my humble onion, and I didn't hear you guys burst out laughing. Is mm. everything all right? Yeah. No, I, I, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> it's very funny to change words like that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. They can't be serial. Uh, I see what you did. Uh, uh, Chris, you, Chris uh, gets it. <laughs> I see what you did there. You let's, rascal. Let's talk about this ad read because you brought up the fact that there's ads in it. This yeah. is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. An easier way to hydrate? Drinking water is too difficult? It doesn't solve vocal fry, apparently. (laughs) Who has the time to drink water? I'm sure people are going to send me stats that I'm wrong about this, but is it possible that three out of four Americans are dehydrated? That doesn't I, I make think, any sense. I was thinking the same thing. Like, what's the definition of dehydration then? Yeah. It doesn't make any slightly fucking thirsty. sense. <laughs> yeah. Slightly thirsty. Not currently <laughs> drinking water. Yeah. Maybe at a... Three out of four Americans could use a glass of water. <laughs> Maybe on Chippewa Street at 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning, yeah. three quarters of the people are dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. I can understand that. But just normally, like any given time 75 percent of people are dehydrated and drinking water is too difficult we need a solution for that we gotta work on that ad copy people well when you're pounding Coors lights all night i guess that's what happens it's for hangovers liquid <laughs> iv is for hangovers what's this ad copy all about <laughs> fucking idiots oh here's another fun one so this girl she does uh an elderly voice now <laughs> this girl she's only 27 okay. but man does she nail it Carly goes to move on to the next segment, and Sam asks if they're going to massage the elderly. Um, because that's definitely something that they would do. Um, um, but- as a representative for the elderly, <laughs> I was quite put off by that insinuation. I agree, but Carly oh, says, "No, nope. get the fuck out of here! I'm recording a podcast." <laughs> he does these impersonations. I swear, you would think it was the real people. Wow, is that really her grandma who came in right there? Holy shit. They had a guest on the show. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, wow, I didn't even realize (laughs) that. And then I have to play this clip for you, Mike, because you and I, 
We co-host a show together now. Uh, who are these socials? Every Thursday at 6 p.m. on our YouTube channel. And yes. uh, they actually do something here that I think a lot of co-hosts could learn from this. All right. So take okay. notes. That's terrifying. 2,000 times a week? I, ha I have nothing to say because you're right. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. Let's, let's <laughs> try this together, Mike. I have nothing to say because you are right. Can you say that? Right. Uh, a lot of people say that's my contribution on WATS anyways. So <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty practiced. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I think it works. Um, they they <laughs> talk about shit that they don't even know what they're talking about. Now I'm Devil. just always thinking about Kendall Roy. That's just who I picture. <laughs> You're laughing, but do you know who that is? No. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I like that one girl more because she seems more honest, at least. <laughs> like, there are times where, like, the super liberal chick will go on a rant and she's like, nah, I don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking about. So, Cersei is the one who's quieter in the mix. Is that the one you're talking about? One's loud, one's quiet. I think so. Okay. Yes. I think Cersei is the one I'm talking about. So, Cersei explains that so she grew up in chicago she moved out to la to become a famous comic no i guest star on a podcast hosted by the comedy store you know ever heard of it iconic world famous la comedy store <laughs> and i made a bomb threat joke and the Ooh. producer was like yep gotta cut that and he like wrote a little note cut bomb threat and i was like all i said was that i was gonna bomb ohio because they're boring and i stand by you on that thank you thank you like since when did i'm gonna cut that out <laughs> Stop! I'm being censored. It's not that bad. Like of all places to bomb, Ohio is definitely the most bombable. I think they just cut it out because it wasn't funny. I don't think anyone was offended. These girls should that. do a show about terrorism. That seems like their true passion. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> That's their passion in life, not iCarly. <laughs> well, they love bombings and plane crashes. <laughs> so she says that she is a co-host on a podcast that's recorded at the Comedy Store. And she has a website, and I looked it up, and it says, Cersei is an award-winning writer, comedian, and performer. First off, we need to write that you're award-winning. All that means is that no one's ever heard of you, right? Because if you had an audience and a fan base, you the awards don't mean as much. Anyway, uh, award-winning uh, writer, comedian, performer. She co-wrote and starred in cool shows like Pony Boys and Quarantini, Shaken and Stir Crazy. Now, Quarantini, I had to look up. Cause I'm like, all right, <laughs> she wrote this. Let's see what this is. Caught your interest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's this there's this video on YouTube that has 100 views, and uh, all of these theater dorks who are trying to do like a sketch show via Zoom during the quarantine. Sure. Oh, it's no, so yeah. bad. Uh, if I had anything to do with that, there's no <laughs> way I would take credit for it. I immediately think of Tom Myers. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> I actually found he has videos on YouTube. That are called Tom Myers versus the rest of the Zoom comedians. Oh, <laughs> he's versus them. He's taking I guess, them. On. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know one by one. And you know, who, you know who uh, loses on that one? Everyone. Yeah, <laughs> the viewers. <laughs> All right. Well, the good news is I bet Quarantini will have over 100 views now that you've mentioned. That's <laughs> so that, that bad. sounds like a must watch. <laughs> Please do not watch that. Go to go to Patty Seacup's YouTube channel if you're going to do anything. Yes. <laughs> Subscribe to that. Which, I, Patty, by the way, addressed me again on the latest free water. We'll be talking about that later. Coming up. Oh, yeah. Good. It's so bizarre because 
we had that moment where I felt like him and I were going to become buddies. Yeah. yeah. It, it, he almost had that Lorenzo Ariola moment where I'm like, ah, oh, this guy gets it. This is cool. And then bah, immediately fucks that all yeah. up. So, oh, well. He took off the mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just him. <laughs> He's like, oh, Carl thinks something I did was funny? Well, fuck him. I'll yeah. never do that again. <laughs> I'll show <Damn> him. Yeah. <laughs> That's good that you're coping with this well, because I can tell you do want to be friends, and he'll I never do. give that to you. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to someone yesterday who had a pretty funny idea for a live show where we could bring in Patrick Michael, I don't know, Stuttering John, Tommy, all these different people in. And sure. then the fans could come and actually meet them and get their pictures taken with them. They could sign autographs and shit like that. And we'd let them podcast right from the events. They could do yeah. live shows in front of the audience and shit. Like, that'd be amazing. If any of them, the sad thing is not one of them would agree to do it. Other than maybe you could probably get Tom Myers. I, know, I think Tom Myers would do it. <laughs> he might be perfect for it. Yeah. <laughs> God, if we could get Patrick Michael, who wouldn't go to that? Who wouldn't want to go and meet Patrick Michael in person? Be amazing. Does, as you're describing it, it sounds very exciting. Want to meet them. <laughs> we'll call it "fuck him or fight him" <laughs> live. <laughs> I think Banfield would show up. Yeah, Jerry probably would. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jerry, do you want? Now we're creating uh... an event of C-listers, though. You know, you need <laughs> oh, come on, Banfield's you need great. John or Patrick or someone like that. <laughs> hey, uh, Banfield, I know you owe seven hundred thousand dollars to debtors. What if we took a hundred dollar bill and gave that right to you, buddy, mm -hmm. to do this show? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Chipping away at that debt. All right. Yeah, that might be more difficult than I'm letting on. Good point. <laughs> uh, Mike, what else did you pick up on from the show? Um, let's see. Clip number six, I think, is a pretty good uh, description. Honestly, just a good description of how this podcast is run. Sam goes, who cares what he thinks and pulls Carly to leave with her. Freddie's like, people care what I think. And Baldy <laughs> passes by and goes, no, they don't. And Freddie just goes, yes, sir. <laughs> I was like, is the show actually this funny or has my brain turned to mush from watching iCarly talking about iCarly hosting a podcast about iCarly all the time? Because I was dying. Both. Both. Like, it is Thank funny, you. and it is also mush, because this was funny. <laughs> I did genuinely LOL when Baldy came over and was like, no, they don't. I was mm -hmm. like, damn, fucking <laughs> massacred, like, at, like dead in a ditch. I was like, was not expecting it. Never to be seen again, like, just one-lined and deceased. That boom. was, boom, a <sighs> Baldy has hit Freddie Benson right now. A second Baldy has second hit Benson Baldi. Towers. Yeah. What is going on here? Is that another 9 11 reference at the end More of the day? 9 11. They can't stop themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest things ever on TV were iCarly and 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatch it every day. Where it they, keeps getting funnier. They kill it and bomb. <laughs> Holy shit, ladies. Well, I, I'm, I'm fixated on this now because ever since you mentioned the comedy store, I just keep thinking, like, imagine some of the comics that work at the comedy store finding out someone there does this podcast. It's got to be bizarre. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, it doesn't make any sense at all. Let's see what else um, I have over here. Oh, let me just play this for you. Um, this is the uh, the intro to their show. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. Oh. The pod babe of the week is picked at yeah. every single episode. And the reason for that, as they explain at the end of this show, is how important the fans are to them. 
Thank you so much for the love and support. Yeah. Couldn't be here without you. Absolutely not. We could not do any of this without you guys. It was so cool to see us on everybody's Spotify raps. Like, it made us feel so good. So, thank you. In two weeks, we will be rewatching I Twins, and we hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks for listening. See, see you in, in two, two weeks. weeks. Um. So, first off, you're telling me that without the support of the fans, you guys couldn't sit down and talk about iCarly for two hours to each other. I have a feeling because she's like, there's no way we could do this without the fans. Like, well, yeah, I think it could. I think they mean they couldn't stomach it. They couldn't <laughs> yeah, justify yeah, it. They wouldn't, I guess, is what they yeah. probably mean by that. So then um, the end of the show, girls always have the best side-offs. Bye. Oh, my God. A plane has hit. I rewatch iCarly. Boom. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Boom. Back in the day, if you left your landline off the hook, that's what that sounds <laughs> right, like. Right, yeah. Just a, hey, shit, what is that noise? Did they fucking We're glossing over that that is another 9-11 reference. another 9-11 <laughs> reference? I didn't even remember that when I clipped it. Hold on a second. I got to hear this again now. What the f- Jesus. Bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Boom. Oh. <laughs> yes, mom. Boom. Boom. I like that the one girl goes, a plane is hit. The other girl goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Hilarious. Remember all those people died? <laughs> Whack. Holy <laughs> oh, shit. Boom. Uh, they got to get uh, Jesse Ventura on there to talk about the thermite paint. Then I'm all in. <laughs> then I'm checking it out. All right. What else do you want to hit from uh, from your clips here? Uh, 13 is a, a bizarre... She gives us an insight into uh, how she behaves, and I find it to be a very strange. This is more about the the twins. Like the kid doesn't believe mm. that one of the characters has a twin sister, and so this is how she would react if she were in that situation. Oh, is this gonna be more transphobia? Because I just uh, all right. Or is it more twin towers? Freddie's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh really, Sam? I don't know why I said really like that. Oh really? Oh, really, Sam? Melanie looks around for the Sam in question. Carly <laughs> explains that Freddie thinks Sam's lying about having a sister. Melanie's like, oh, I don't blame you. That is the kind of thing Sam would do. Yeah. Okay. So, fair enough. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm just a bitch, but this girl is being way too nice. Like, yeah. if I met my long-distance sister's friends and some prick was just being so rude to me and then someone explained that this was the reason that because he thought i wasn't real and i was someone else in a costume i would be like okay loser you're fucking weird like seek help like whatever <laughs> like i don't give a like you're a fucking weirdo loser freak if you think that i'm someone dressed up as someone else <laughs> yeah like get out of my way what is going on here the fuck is happening <laughs> who who would accuse her of not being real Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. I just like jumping to that level. Like someone says, Hey, I only know your twin. Are you sure you're not just fucking with me? F- fuck off. <laughs> Eat shit and die. I mean, we'd all be very upset if that type of thing did happen to us. These women are so I emotionally suppose. invested in this show. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. We got to convince them to do a conspiracy theory show. That's because that's what they really want to do. They just don't realize it yet. Yeah. They haven't matured to that level yet, but soon they'll be on with Sam Tripoli. 
<laughs> Talking all about what happened to Building Seven. Tell us, ladies. From the ladies who brought you I Rewatch iCarly, it's Inside Job, <laughs> starring Natalie and Cersei. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the way, Inside Job, something you are allowed to say on YouTube for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Just, don't make, just don't say anything about Pfizer and you're fine. Funny how that works. Right. right. What else do you want to hit? I didn't realize we were going to be talking about 9-11 so much today. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a better time than normal. (laughs) Uh, I'm not saying George Bush planned it. I'm saying he knew about it. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, clip number 10 is just a short and sweet. uh, I think this might be on your uh, soundboard at some point. Oh, good. I, like, can't move forward from it. No, I absolutely hated it. Like, was I was like, what? What am I? What am I listening to right now? I hate this, and I don't like. I didn't find it funny. I just hated it. It made me uncomfortable. Was it supposed to be a joke? I didn't even register it as a joke. I don't know. Well, that's right up there with uh... your podcast stinks. <laughs> your pod. <laughs> well, it's an accurate description. Stinks. <laughs> yes, it's pretty well done. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything else we have to get to. Well, you I, have I mean, one I called guess... conspiracy theories. Should we hit that? Uh... Yeah, so that's more about uh, – well, yeah, their their natural instinct is conspiracies. This is more about a conspiracy in the show. Mm -hmm. And again, their mind is leaping to sex with this show about, like, young high schoolers or middle schoolers or whatever the fuck they are. Right, yeah. I was like, when the hell was Freddie ever at her house? All right, see, now I have to school these these ladies. You got to get this. Get that on the board, ladies. Right. So much Theirs better than singing. This is more it. realistic. <laughs> dun, dun, I was dun. like, when the hell was Freddie ever at her house? Like, I know we joke about them sneaky linking to fuck, but like, yeah. did Nickelodeon just confirm our suspicions? Go for it. Suspicions. Keep going, girl. Suspicions. Get it out. Trying to say subscriptions. We confirmed our subscriptions, our suspicions. We confirmed our subscription to Nickelodeon Plus. Yeah, literally to OnlySams.com, where Mm -hmm. her and Freddie literally fuck at our house. Like, it has been absolutely confirmed that they fuck on the low. And now it's not on the low anymore. It's not on the low. It's been confirmed. In every single episode, we move further away from being Ionon and closer to being ICNN. (laughs) iCarly. National News, a reputable news station for iCarly Universe goings and not a QAnon-esque conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Yeah. Because we're just right. We're right and we're right and we're right. No, and we're right. And that's that. And, it, and we're right. Same thing. We talk about 9-11 being connected to iCarly and here they are talking about the Middle East and the tensions in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Also, there was a lot there, so I'm not sure if you uh, quite got exactly what they were talking about. I did But one ca- <laughs> One one character says to the other, uh, I've been to your house before. And they're like, oh, Nickelodeon is confirming these two characters have had sex with each other. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and say they've gotten to anal. They have certainly gotten to anal at this point. Yeah. You can tell by the way they look the, at each the other. inner sanctum. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, ladies, if you want to be QAnon, you've got to develop some background. How did we get from point A to point B, you know? And why? <laughs> and, and why? What's the point? Who does it have? Right. Where's the mo- Follow the money. <laughs> Dude, this is insane. These women love conspiracies. I would do a show with them about conspiracy theories. Yeah. I'm throwing it out there. 
Well, I mean, the greater point is iCarly is a false flag operation. And, uh, <laughs> Dan Snyder was a patsy. <laughs> Dude, if you're not watching iCarly, the terrorists win. That's what I'm saying. Everyone needs to watch iCarly. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to play from this? Um, I mean, everything else is pretty much examples of things we've already uh, reinforced, okay. just how seriously they take the show. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty insane. Uh, so, <laughs> I guess my bad writing clip, which I think is uh, clip number 12, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The way that I looked at it was it's not even about her character. It's the fact that the writers understood the situation yeah. and were writing her into this situation when a character like that has no conceptualization of the fact that like this person thinks I'm their friend in an outfit playing a trick on them. Like that's such an insane thing for someone uh, to like to not be aware of Yeah, that like her her reactions are like it's like bad writing like in my head it was bad writing not that <laughs> yeah. she was too dumb or ditzy to realize what was happening well that's what i'm it saying was that it's bad writing it wasn't like an authentic didn't... yeah hold on a second i think i have a drop for that no shit, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> what the writers of my carly weren't brilliant what well like you said, we are kind of invested in them now, and it's nice to watch them mature because, like, right before our eyes, they're like, I got to tell you guys, <laughs> yeah. I don't think this children's show from 15 years ago, some of the writing is a little sloppy. I got to say, this plot doesn't even make a lot of sense. I don't think this would yeah. even happen in the real world. I don't know why they would do a it's show. Like, like honestly, this. it's like they're trying to entertain like 12 year olds. It's weird. Right. And also, why is there only one female Smurf? It doesn't make sense. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, right. and does steel burn like that? You know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Now, that, now that's a fucking show right there. They bounce back and forth between taking children's shows seriously and 9/11 conspiracy. I love yeah. it. I would I would watch that. And it's how do they for everyone? <laughs> Holy shit! I wish I would have thought of that before we came up with who are these socials. Fuck. <laughs> what a show format. I God know. damn. You've heard me talk about Magic Mind. It has become an important part of my morning routine. Since October, I drink a bottle every morning to help boost my productivity, focus, and mood. Watching an hour live stream of Opie can get a little tedious, but Magic Mind helps get me in the right state of mind for a productive day. You won't find the unique blend of natural ingredients anywhere else. So try it for yourself. Let me know what you think. Go to magicmind.co slash WATP and use our discount code WATP20 for 20% off your purchase. The best part is they have a money back guarantee. So they're confident you'll love it and I'm confident you'll love it. Go to magicmind.co slash WATP and use discount code WATP20 for 20% off your purchase. Seeing how well it works for me, I would really encourage you to try it out as well. It's a total game changer. Use discount code WATP20 for 20% off. All right. I want to share with you guys, El Horrible and Tony Muskrat teamed up and put oh. together the official music video for DabbleCon. And it is brilliant. If you're not watching and you're listening, this will still be fun, but you should go to YouTube, check out Dabbler's channel to uh, to watch it. Did you watch this yet, Chris? No, sir. Oh, cool. All right. I think you're going to enjoy this.
extended version. <laughs> We've seen the lights go out on Carlson. We saw Cardiff take his throne. Zumat said it'd be a failure. this weekend in Rochester. He blocked Bob Levy. Which is going to be a fucking flop. And then got drunk alone. We held a tribute to the dabbler. We put our pinkies up to scale. The tab was five below. We drove through fucking snow. And we went right on with the show. God, are my big fat titties tired? Comics all were brutally making fun of that Waldo guy. We didn't care at all. John was tweeting Lauren Boebert while all the dabblers had a ball. We came from near and far. We hung out. Okay, I'm gonna start out right now and say Chad's a fucking idiot. You know those lights were bright on Carlson. <laughs> no comment about the door. The doors were smashed and the ATM was stolen. Dr. Steve was bombing photos. <laughs> Had a beer with Anthony Cumia. He was fucking awesome as you would expect. Potatoes were getting kissed. <laughs> Kevin Dunfuck took a piss. We kept John's memory alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss the over here. <laughs> Red Devil Con. Comedy of the Carlson. Oh. I look like an idiot. <laughs> here we go. Very well done. Wow. Almost makes me wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah, that was cool. Tony <laughs> Muskrat was uh, singing some karaoke, as they showed in that video, and just uh, very well done all around, boys. Appreciate you coming to the show and uh, putting that together for us. Now, you might have noticed there, El Horrible does an amazing Kevin Brennan impression, and he did it on our show, and I missed it. And then I was editing the show, and I'm like, oh, shit, I should have explored that a little bit more. But rather than having El Horrible back on the show to do that, I think an even better idea is to let Kevin Brennan do it. Ooh. Because here's the deal. There's a lot of drama going on right now 
with uh, a number of the shows that we're, we're sometimes associated with. And this is not a drama show. Who are these podcasts? It's a comedy roast style show. We don't do the drama thing. It's not not our not our thing. So right. I really I was like, you know what? We we can leave Chad alone. But then Jackie Marlowe <laughs> sends me over a link to a video and he grabbed all the timestamps for me and said, You have to watch this. This is amazing. <laughs> Misery loves company this past week. Chad wasn't invited to be on the show. Uh-oh. And they spent an hour and 40 minutes calling him an idiot and a piece of shit. And it's some of the best stuff I've ever seen. And I want to apologize right now to Mike Geary. I hope this doesn't turn you into uh, one of Kumia's cucks for being on this episode. Oh, man. Uh, it was a me. devastating ti- uh, title to be branded that way. Dude, my Q rating is way down now because everyone <laughs> agrees with Chad. He is the best judge of talent and entertainment out there. So. I like that. I like that. Ch- like Chad has no idea who I am. He just bl- blindly went like, "Oh, he's one of Kumi's cucks." I'm like, yep. "What are you basing that on?" <laughs> wow. If you're not with him, you're against him. I think is what so. how Chad works. So Chad tweeted Dave Landau, mm-hmm. and Kevin Brennan doesn't like Dave Landau. Okay. So this got Kevin very upset. These, this is so childish. It's actually entertaining because these are all adult men. Who are complaining about this shit? It's, it's actually pretty funny. Chad's an idiot. You, you can't teach a guy to be that dumb. He just started doing a show called "The Cucks of the Com- of Compound Media," the Cucks of the Compound. He's cucking it up to Dave Landau. Actually, a better name. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> on Twitter, like he's cucking it up, and then he'll go, "Well, Dave Landau's been good to me. Okay, that's that's fine. But why are you cucking it up to Dave Landau?" You know I have a problem with Dave Lando. I'm literally paying Chad money to do my show. He's not doing it out of volunteer work. He's literally getting paid to do my show. Dave Lando, I guess, got him a gig one time in Tampa at the Tampa Improv. And Chad acts like this guy's the best friend anyone's ever had. Uh, It's fucking, uh, yeah, Chad's not on today. So, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's fucking laughable. That Chad's like, well, no, well, 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 uh, well, Landau's doing great. Then why does he need a tweet from you? <laughs> You're not doing great. So why does he need a tweet from you? I, I literally have to just tip my hat to Kevin Brennan and go, I'm not going to make fun of Chad if Kevin's going to do this good a job at it. Yeah. I'll just let him do it. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to take a week off. Yeah, here uh, we go. This is <laughs> this is the week off. I want to point out this word cuck is totally transformed in the last couple of months. I was just about to say, these guys are such miserable assholes that they've changed friendship to cuckery. Yes. <laughs> if two guys <laughs> like each other, you're like, oh, you're a cuck for them. A cuck is someone who likes to have their girlfriend or wife get fucked by other men while they watch. Correct. It's not yes. to say, like, I think Dave Landau's funny. <laughs> you want to cuck around tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll be cucking at the bar later tonight if anybody wants to come and meet us. <laughs> yeah, to the cuck. Every time I go to a comedy show, I'm like, oh, listen to all these cucks. <laughs> yeah, why are you laughing at that joke, you cuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, because I just can't get enough of it. And this happens, like I said, for an hour and 40 minutes. But I just pulled out some of the, uh, the more fun times that... Uh, Chad's called a piece of shit on his own show. <laughs> but all the people that hate Chad, they go, Chad's a piece of shit. And I go, they're right. Chad is a piece of shit. So I don't have to have him on. It's like, you know, Chad, Chad's been bragging about how his numbers are up. He's going to do a MLC after show. Good. He'll have a lot of energy to do the MLC after show since he's not doing the MLC show. 
So say so save up. He can watch the show. He can have a take on the MLC after show. He's a fucking idiot. He's just an idiot. So the funny thing about Misery Loves Company right now, and they're definitely gaining some momentum, is because the show is mostly ripping on Chad. And Kevin yeah. thinks they need Chad to be there in order to do it, but I, you don't. Clearly. Clearly. I, Clearly you, yes. You, you just like save that your money there. You just get Bob to have some great quips, and then Ray DeVita laughs at everything people say, and yeah. uh, that's a formula. I don't know how long it'll last, but I'm what, enjoying it. What I think will be interesting to watch, because when I listened to uh, episode one of Kumia's Cucks, uh, Chad would keep jumping in and praising Kevin Brennan and basically saying, like, yeah. uh, all of Kevin's great achievements and everything. You know, cucking for him, I guess. Right, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if that changes now that Kevin's an enemy. If he suddenly becomes a has-been that was never funny. That's usually how it goes with Chad, yeah. You know yeah. how he feels about <laughs> someone on a personal level based on how talented he thinks they are at that time <laughs> exactly it's funny yeah. how that works all right <laughs> so now we're um there's speculation that chad's upset that he didn't get paid to be on mlc recently and what kevin does he pays people using venmo now what venmo does is it shows who you're paying money to it doesn't show how much but it shows who you're giving money to so they're speculating here that Chad saw that Kevin gave Bob Levy money, but he didn't get any money, and that's why he's all pissed off. Yeah, so this is kind of fun. I don't know what the fuck that's for, but I know Chad's going to check that and be like, oh, we paid Levy, but he didn't pay me. Oh, God, maybe he's seen that. Oh, man. Oh, I know what he already saw. He's got nothing to do all day except be a piece of shit and fucking be like (laughs) snooping around. You know he's on my Venmo like, oh, he paid Levy, didn't pay me. Yeah, because you're a piece of shit. (laughs) Have Lando pay you, piece of fucking shit. (laughs) Unbelievable. But it's always somebody else's fault. My stepdad's crazy because he ate my coffee. (laughs) Right. It's always a piece. It's always somebody. The credit card thing, I didn't do anything. (laughs) Why do you have 50 pages of a fucking uh, criminal history? <laughs> Miscommunication. And that's, and that's I haven't even checked in a while, so it's probably been more. So our show is transforming in front of everybody's eyes. We are just <laughs> going to be watching Misery Loves Company now when Chad's not on the show and enjoying it's, it together. It, it's funny because when Kevin goes after someone I like, I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, why doesn't he lighten up? Why is he always so fucking angry? <laughs> You're right. And then when he goes after someone I don't like, I'm like, oh, he is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Now they're going to talk about, this is great because they're talking about how Chad always blames everyone else. And it's everyone else's fault all the time for everything that bad that happens to him, which is what losers do, obviously. And so they're on to him. And uh, this is talking about how, you know, Chad says everybody has this narrative that we're, you know, Chrissy Mayer yes. and Frank and myself, we're just pushing this, this narrative about it. Right. Chad, Chad always paints a picture. Everyone's an idiot, but him, it's like, you're an idiot. That's why you get fired from everywhere. That's why you get. Yeah, they literally drove him out of Los Angeles. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I love about this is that he's always saying, and and this is the thing about Chad Zumach, and it's never been more true for anyone. Everything he says is a projection. Mm-hmm. So every yeah. time he rips on someone for something that they do, that's what he does. So when he talks about building a narrative, Chad talking about how successful he is and how funny he is, and everyone likes him. This is all shit that's 
not true at all. This is his narrative <laughs> that he's trying to create. He's the one pushing a narrative that's yeah. false. I'm still hung up on Kevin saying they literally drove him out of Los <laughs> Angeles. I picture a parade and him on a float, you know. No, 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 <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you break down what your show is, it's essentially a study of one specific brand of, like, unaware mental illness. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> Stuttering John, Opie, Patrick, Michael, Chad, they're all kind of the same guy. Yeah. And it's very Opie and John a little bit to be like, oh, everyone in my life eventually has an issue with me. So they are all assholes. Yeah, look at my Rather luck. Rather than thinking, maybe I'm the problem. What kind of luck is this? Every person I meet turns out to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is this happening to me? What did I do? Man. <laughs> all right, so I got this, some bum luck. So this is more um, cuck talk, which, again, I, I guess they're changing the definition, but that's fine. Plus, Chad acts like it's the crime of the century to cuck up to anybody. To cuck up to yeah. anybody. He's got a problem with you cucking up to fucking Carl and yeah. and and Kumian because he don't like them. So he had a meltdown about that too. But it's yeah. okay if he cucks up to people. Yeah, it's it's weird because because Landau used them once in Florida. Yeah, he's I a mean... walking contradiction. He he'll lie in the middle of his own lie. <laughs> Very good, Ray. I'm glad that you're picking up on this. <laughs> he's not good at lying because we always can see right through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, after this show, I'm going to be cucking some shows on Netflix that I enjoy. <laughs> Shut the cuck up. <laughs> They've changed this to just enjoying something. Yeah. Hey, honey, are you cucking dinner? <laughs> We're getting hungry down here. This cuck just means everything now. It's like smurfing. It's, it's the new smurfing. Why am I talking about the smurf so much today? Producer Cuck is here. And, uh, Cuck down. All right. That's enough out of you. Cuck off. You should be seen and not heard. All right. This is a great comment that comes in from somebody who's super chain. They're getting a ton of super chats on this episode. Oh, is that what it means? Uh, Ray I like how we go to the top for the. Yeah. Ray is non binary. Uh, Chad is non funny. Okay. But uh, that's a lot of words. Read it, Ray. If, if Chad, Chad is officially gone from MLC, this is the greatest day in the life of all Americans. Seriously, today, today is like reverse 9-11. Never forget. <laughs> 220. <laughs> 220. Put that down. Everything you write today on Twitter, hashtag at 220. A reverse 9-11 is one of the funniest things. That's a great concept right there. Who would think the iCarly episode would set a record for 9-11 references? This is it, man. This is our 9-11 episode. <laughs> I, think, I think my favorite part of that clip is Bob saying, ah, this is too many words. Someone else take this. Yeah, yeah. He, he just saw there were two lines of text and went, all right, I'm not doing this one. See, normally Chad would be saying that, but he's not yeah. there. <laughs> all right. So that was, that was very funny. So everyone's getting in on the act now. Everyone's having fun bashing Chad. And yes. uh, so they just, they just keep it going. Cooking around. And this is great because <laughs> this is true. This is a true statement from Kevin. He would know. A lot of people fucking hate Chad. <laughs> for a reason. They're not making it up. Chad's fucking, he's, 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 a, he's like human garbage. A lot of people. His stepdad? Who likes Chad? Of all the people that were like three people like him. Florentine and, yeah. and Godfrey. And Dave, maybe. And Dave Landau. <laughs> yeah, Dave and, and that guy in L.A. What's his name? Uh, Skakel. 
And Earl Skakel. <laughs> Earl Skakel likes him. So that's four people. Everybody four. else don't. So the, the everybody else is way a way bigger number than the people that like him. <laughs> Tony Mazer likes him. That's fine. I mean, people that people that literally uh, know Chad well do not like him. <laughs> to know him is to hate him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. Do you see why that's all these clips? Yes, I do. It's hilarious. Every time you try to get out. To know him well, Jim Jim Florentine's on the phone with the guy for nine hours a day. That's right. I heard Chad say that. I heard Chad say (laughs) they never miss a day talking on the phone. To which Jim said, that's not true. Right. (laughs) Immediately. He's like, no, that's not it. Um, So they were now saying that Chad is like the Jesse Pinkman and Kevin Brennan is the Walter White. Because Kevin's really the ringleader here. Mm And Chad's the idiot who has to be put in his place from time to time because he runs his fucking mouth and he's an idiot. I think I said that twice, but I meant it twice. (laughs) You meant it 200%. Also, he's an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, Jesse would sober up every now and then. That's true. I don't know about that. That's true. Yeah, Jesse had some good ideas. So that's giving him a little too much credit. (laughs) Good point. I don't even know. Hold on. I have a message from Chad Lee. Ray's lying about me making the shirts when my dry bar special's coming out. I was selling them three years before I even had a dry bar special. I could care less. His special is number one. Ray's annoying and not (laughs) self-aware of that. That's my only problem with Ray. So basically, you're a fucking idiot and you don't know it. So what? Chad's calling someone an idiot? Chad's calling somebody not (laughs) self-aware? He's the most unself-aware motherfucker the world's ever seen. <laughs> Chad, watch Pinkman. Watch Pinkman, and then and then look at what your own fucking the way you live your own fucking life. Pinkman didn't get along with his parents because they were like, "This fucking Pinkman's a real fucking Pinkman." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I love my favorite part of that is that Chad is watching and texting. Them. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, Chad's watching if, his whole if, thing. Yeah. If if Monday Kirk Minahan texts me and says, "Hey, don't come in today. We're gonna bash you for two hours," I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna skip that episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't be watching live. <laughs> I wouldn't be trying to defend myself via text." Hey, actually, this point was a lot of what you said was right, but you said one wrong thing. <laughs> He's texting Bob during the show, saying that Ray DeVito has no self awareness. I love that. Kevin's like. He's the least self-aware person, and that's what you were just talking about, right. Mike. Yes. That's the reason why we latch on to these people, because they have no self-awareness. Right. Yeah, and, and texting about someone being unself-aware is, in its own right, unaware. Right. <laughs> Correct. I'm going to convince this guy. <laughs> so Check out this emoji. So this is another great super chat that comes in, remembering that we're talking about Chad is Jesse Pinkman. Right. Yeah, wow. Pink went only, only learned to stay in line when Walt would hurt or kill his loved ones. I think it's time to take out. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Very well done. All right. So, uh, Chad was given the link to come join them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, everyone's saying, let, let Chad join. You're all bashing him. It's an hour in now. You've all been bashing him. And, yeah. They're like, no, he, he has he has the link if he wants to come join us. But they speculate on why he hasn't. Jules David. Jules Holy David. Dad. Second $100 donation today. Yeah, we sent him. Andy, Adam sent him the link. Yeah, I, and I texted him there. Mud Shark Army. He might be too drunk to, to work it, though. 
I don't know. Like he had to be guzzling it straight out of the bottle. Is his ring light okay? Didn't he break it with his abro? Yeah, yeah. That time, it, yeah, and that time he was. Uh, one time he went up. He didn't have his underwear. I mean, he was just wearing his underpants, as you like to call <laughs> them. Underpants. Yeah. Right? I, uh, I mean, what the fuck? What? Why? Why was he in his underwear? That like you know, it's like he was drunk. He was drunk. <laughs> but you kind of know you're gonna be in. It's like of David. Ha- he's like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> it was like it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. He said he. Took Took a nap and then he was in his underpants. I he was like, in the pizza on the rug, fucking up naked. Like, what the fuck? That's when you're sleeping in his bathtub. No, that's what I'm saying. Just say you're drunk. Just say I'm. I was drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. That's why it's, I took a nap and that's why I'm in my underpants on a podcast at three in the afternoon. <laughs> well, that's just drunk talk. <laughs> Beautiful drunk talk. My main takeaway from that clip is, could someone let Jules David know WATS is Thursdays at 6 p.m.? Seriously, where is she? (laughs) She's just throwing her money at these guys. (laughs) Trying to get them to get Chad on the show, and we're now an hour and 40 minutes in, and Chad joins the show. (laughs) Oh, boy. What a twist. And I I sent him a nice note, and you can't... A nice note? Yeah, but it's just like Bob. I mean, how come the, it's a double standard? Like Bob goes on Kumia show after you quit, then he goes to uh, rom com. Like, how come he's not getting yelled at? So what? I wasn't even thinking about Bob's. You. Bob's diplomatic. You're you're fucking pink man. You're a mud shark. Yeah. So it's like so so you're loyal to Landau. It's not about loyalty. Up, but you're still cucking up to Landau, and where you, where you get mad at anybody who cucks up to anybody. Yeah, I like him pointing out this double standard because Chad is one of these guys who like goes overboard with kissing people's asses yeah yeah and publicly too with tweets and things like that and then he accuses me of of kissing anthony's ass i don't tweet saying i can't believe anthony's is this funny how is it possible it's it's unreal no it's It's it seems like the only way chad knows how to uh like gain allegiance is to overly publicly kiss someone's ass right like that's the only definition of friendship that he has really and i'm sorry i I forgot my thing is that the uh, the troubling thing about this analogy is it seems like Bob is Gail Bedecker in this situation, which is bad news. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I forgot to say that uh, he's cucking. He was cucking yeah, Landau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. He's the guy right. who has the show about how cucking is bad. He makes fun of people for cucking. So, so I've heard. He's, he's such a cuck himself. <laughs> Misery loves cucking. It's a real double standard <laughs> over there, Chad. <laughs> so again... Kevin Brennan explains that Chad has no self-awareness, but this is fun because it's two Chad's face this time. So maybe it is fun when he's there. I'm sure it's going to sink in, right? <laughs> For Lando at the time. So, so the point is you don't even, you're te- you're saying Ray's not self-aware. You're an idiot. You're the least self-aware guy, motherfucker I ever met. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> and just look at Chad's face. Kevin really has discovered a format here. Oh my God. Really, is something else. That is the that's the good thing. I think here's the difference between Kevin and Chad because like they both burn bridges and everything. Yeah. But Kevin will just have you on and say it to you. Whereas right. I feel like Chad doesn't really do that. Like he doesn't stand by his own words. No, I, I haven't seen Chrissy Mayer on uh, sit down Zumach recently. Right. <laughs> she was on uh, Biggest Problem in the Universe. She was over at Dick's oh. house with Dick and Vito, and I was uh, I guess her and Vito made up. That's good. That's oh, good. Very know. nice. Yeah. Glad our friends are uh, cucking with each other now. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> it warms your heart, all this cucking going yeah, on. All this cucking really warms my heart. It's good to see. All right. So this is great because uh, KB calls Chad a hack in this one, which I find funny. 
Okay. He's doing great. Then why does he need a retweet from you, you fucking hack? <laughs> you fucking cock. Yeah, I'm a cock. Talk about this on the after show. I'm a cock. You're right. Uh, You're not? I'm, dude, I, I'm, I'm shitting on Kumia, of all people. Your idol. The guy you were like, oh, a good Kumia. one, boss. I shit on Kumia more than you. I shit on Kumia way I was more doing it before you. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's not a cock. He was shitting on Kumia. It proves I, it. I, I gotta say, I I I love Anthony. I grew up listening to Opie and Anthony. I think Anthony's a hilarious guy. Why is the standard of a man whether or not you cuck Anthony Kumia? <laughs> I don't know. In Chad's world, though, Chad really simplifies the world, doesn't he? It's very black and white for him. He's just like, you're calling me a cuck. I said Anthony Kumia sucks. How can I be a cuck? <laughs> that should be a, a presidential debate question. Have you ever cucked for yeah, Anthony right. Kumia? I was doing it before you. <laughs> if Chad wants to explain he's not a cuck, you can just say, I don't even have a girlfriend. I can't even get laid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there. That proves I can't even be a cuck, even if I wanted to be. No girls will talk to me. So that's proof. And now... Another super chat comes in. This one comes in from the Chad Zumak new number one fan. Oh, now you're Chad. Before she dies, can you read this? (laughs) Chad's number one fan, five dollars. All the haters will look dumb when Chad gets into shape and learns comedy. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny coming from this old lady. Like, even old ladies are sick of Chad. <laughs> Chad gets into shape and learns comedy is hilarious. Well done, whoever that is. And well, then, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. I think I said this to you off air, but, like, Chad's big problem is because, like, if you look at it as a complete outsider, you would think, like, oh, that's good. It's actually good that Chad's fighting back. Like, it's what John should have done. But right. Chad's problem is he's humorless. Like, he doesn't right. have any fun with it. He's bad at it. I think that's what uh, Doug from Who's yes. Right was saying when he came on the show, too. He's just like, look, other people are coming to Chad. He's pushing back. He's just it's doing good. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got the right plan with the wrong strategy, I guess. Exactly. Something yep. like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's get in one more parting shot on Chad before we, uh, we okay. end the show. If you lip read Chad, you can only get half the story. That fucking guy, give him a job. I, I've had it. He can have mine, Morty. You can have my fucking job. Then, if you lip read Chad, you only get half the story. Is a very funny comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's very well done. Yes. So, will uh, Chad be back? Is he done with? No, he, he's been back. He's been back since this. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, That's too bad. I thought he was going to be a substitute teacher or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I decided to go and look for the beer show episode two. Okay. Because I enjoyed oh, wow. episode one so much from Greg Opie Hughes. So to be completely honest, I'm shocked there's an episode two. I thought we may never get it. <laughs> so good for him. Bad news. There isn't. Oh no. Apparently, it takes a long time to produce these shows. It's like uh, Star Wars movies. You know, it takes a couple years to really get everything into place. (laughs) So he doesn't have that yet. But as I was snooping around looking for episode two, I did see some clickbait titles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of them was bashing Jim Norton. So, you know, that's always We talked about this on uh, the Blind Mike Project yesterday. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Well, then you already know about this. Let's, uh, we'll get producer Chris's take then. How about that? (laughs) 
the last stand-up I saw of Jim's was awful. <laughs> Carol! <laughs> Look, in the end, Jimmy was, yeah, he's just a mediocre comedian that uh, was smart <laughs> enough to take our giant Opie and Anthony audience and make something of it. He's still living off our giant Opie and Anthony audience. So God bless him. He figured that out at least. But he's, he's just an okay comedian, uh, especially at this point. You're, especially at this point, as if Opie's paying attention. That's the other thing that Opie does, and I have a few examples of this, is he talks mm-hmm. out of his ass. He's not watching people's shows. He's not listening yes. to Jim's stand-up or listening Completely. to Jim and Sam's show. And he's like, that sucks. It's terrible. It's not even good. Yep. Yeah, Based on what? His star is fading. <laughs> yeah, right. He's not funny well, anymore. I love, I love, my favorite part about that clip is the guy that hired Jim Norton is saying that, which would right. mean yeah. that at one point in Opie's life, he looked at Jim Norton and said you know what son i think you've got the mediocrity it takes to be on this program <laughs> yeah which is it he likes to brag like, that he, he was never the one thought that, he was funny how's that possible he was the one that hired jim he likes to brag about that he's like that was me i was the one who decided to bring jim out right. and now he's going and he was never even funny right <laughs> he sucked which is it? yeah <laughs> i saw the nothing in this man <laughs> yes i need i thought our show needed two people who had nothing to say so i brought him on are you <laughs> <laughs> jesus embarrassing all those years of being on the radio what do you got to show for it a a, a cartoon character because you're too lazy to actually write material at this point because of uh other things that that goes on in your life yeah there's one thing i know about jim norton he's too lazy to write material how many (laughs) hours of stand-up has he written and performed and put out yeah and there was a good run where he was doing like especially years yeah no shit but he's he's lazy. all right he's lazy yeah so you're like, well, you know, I, I just can't focus and write material anymore, so I'll just make believe I'm a bad comedian. So stupid. Well, you're making fun. You're pretending you're a bad podcaster. Yeah. So. <laughs> and not everyone can come up with a... Skunk uh... fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of glossed over, too, like what o- o- Opie loves doing this, where he's like, you know, because of other things in his life, which is alluding to something mysterious. Yeah. Yes. But it's like Opie doesn't know Jim. So what the fuck could he possibly be talking about? Right. That's a really good point. One of the things that Opie likes to do, he used to do this on the air when they'd have fights, is he'd be like, oh, I, you better not even go there because I'll say some things about you that you don't want out there. Yeah. You know, oh, you want to talk about people saying things. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you, if you want to go there, I'll go there. I remember Anthony going, yeah, what? What, what do you Please. have? Because it's way go worse. There. It's way worse if Anthony's like, oh, shit, okay, no, never mind. Because right. then he's right. like, yeah. fucking oh, I don't want my skeletons being exposed. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, holy shit, what is this thing that Anthony doesn't want out there? But yeah, that's one of <laughs> Opie's fun things to do is to just like make yeah. this crazy statement. It doesn't mean anything. So the people at home just be like, I guess Jim's murdering prostitutes again because <laughs> can't write a comedy yeah. act. He went off the wagon. <laughs> I don't I don't think it was uh, related. I don't think it was in response to this particular clip. But uh, Norton was on Bobby Kelly's podcast last week. Yeah. And Bobby asked him, like, will there, will there ever be a reunion with you guys? And Jim said, absolutely not. I just paid Opie. Like, I have no interest in doing that. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, pretty common knowledge that Jim is not a fan of, of Opie and obviously vice versa. So now yeah. Opie is going to explain the dabble verse to us. I can't think of a, a man better qualified to explain the appeal of yes. stuttering John. <laughs> Craig Opie Everyone picking on stuttering John stinks. I don't, I don't really know what stuttering John did to deserve, um, 
to deserve all the hate he's getting. It's you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I can explain it to you. Do you have time? No, it sounds like he's going to speculate anyway. Yeah, in true right. Opie style. Of course, yeah. yeah. Opie, send me 100 bucks on PayPal and I will uh, yeah. tell you. I'll send it to my friend and then I'll explain it to you. I'll write you a list. He's getting. It's kind of it's kind of dumb. I the problem with the low-level podcast is they all they they just all follow each other. There's nothing no one is um no one is standing out. No one is trying to do something different to lead the pack. They're all you know? doing the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, it's cool to hate on Stutter and John. Let's go for it. It's it's ridiculous. Podcast slash YouTube drama is some of the most useless, mind-numbing content possible. It's weird. It's it's a page out of the Opie and Anthony book. I mean, okay, so now again, he's saying minute. it sucks. But he's also going to take credit right. for it. <laughs> <laughs> But it was good when we did it, and now it's not. Right, yeah. (laughs) Well, listen to this logic that he has for this, because obviously we've based who are these podcasts on Jacktober. I feel like maybe he's lumping us in with these other third-rate podcasts that he's talking about, possibly. Let's let's find out. The page out of the Opie and Anthony book, I mean, here, I'll tell you, look, I'll give you all the inside stuff. I don't care anymore. Here we go. Um, Inside stuff. When when we... uh, when we uh, went in and weren't feeling the material that the the behind the scenes guys gave us, our producers, or there wasn't much going on in the news, or maybe we were tired, we would say, "All right, time to beat up a radio show." So the problem is that's what these podcasters are doing. They're, all they're doing with their time. Did you hear that behind the scenes? If they were tired, do they look around the room and be like? Let's make fun of radio guys. <laughs> <laughs> How was your sleep last night? Not great. You want to goof on some radio shows? Yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> Fucking idiots. He goes. I love the way he set that up too. Yeah. He goes. I'm gonna give. I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna give you the behind the scenes stuff. That was one of the bits that yeah. we would do was making fun of shows. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. Opie. Yeah, but also like Opie does this all the time where he's like, you know what? Today's the day I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm going to start right. really talking. Yeah. It's like, well, you said that three months ago and eight months ago and a year and a half ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to talk about Anthony anymore after this one time. And that, that's going to be the end of it. And then three years later, every fucking title of every video he puts out, yeah. Anthony's the worst. I wonder right. how his therapy's going. I forgot all about that. <laughs> I think he's uh, done with it. I oh, think he graduated right. from therapy. <laughs> graduated. And a guy, because I, uh, I did a bonus episode of Why Are You Laughing? Opie versus Jim. Yeah. And so it, it made me remember that uh, Opie was basically like, uh, he kept saying like that these guys are obsessed with me. And it's like now your titles of your videos are literally Jim Norton sucks at comedy. And yeah. Like Anthony's a racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, who's obsessed with who? Opie? Oh, yeah. No, no. Opie is definitely taking on the offensive now because he has nothing. Yeah. Else. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you some behind the scenes stuff, guys. I'm going to tell you some stuff. I, I don't care anymore. Uh, Opie has nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Opie literally right. has nothing to tell you. nothing going on. So the only thing you can talk about is the guys on the Opie and Anthony show that people still care about. That's really all he's He's pretty good at talking about beer. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, like a, a hops flavor that I'm tasting in this IPA? I, I taste the liquid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are doing Not bad. All they're doing with their time is just beating another podcast up, and that's all they do. They're gossip queens. Um, the point is, it was only one page out of the Opie and Anthony book, because then other days we're like, okay, we got real material. We got a real guest coming in. Let's uh, Let's do something different. But if you do that every single day, it's not impressive. And if everyone else is doing it, it's not impressive. So what? 
this low-level podcast is going to have a little something on all the rest of the low-level podcast, and then one of those podcasts is going to move to the top. <laughs> it is. Wait a second. Is that yeah. where Blind Mike is going? Is that the Blind Mike project? Is that going to the top? You're damn right. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, you know, you can't do it every day, Carl. You just do it every day for a month, like Obi right. taught us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> October, they would make fun of a radio show every single day in the month of October. I guess they were tired that month. I guess it was <laughs> real bad well, month for sleep. Th- <laughs> to go back to the lazy thing, it's uh, one of the great points that uh, Sam Roberts made when, like, Opie and Jim were kind of chirping back and forth at each other years ago, mm-hmm. where like Opie would keep saying like Jim's lazy or Jim and Sam are lazy, and Sam was like, "If you want to talk about lazy, there are two men that ever did show prep for the Opie and Anthony show when they were on XM, and those were Sam Roberts and Travis Teft." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't know who's lazy in that scenario, Opie. Yeah, it's not a good word to use, especially to a guy like Sam Roberts who does so much. Right. Yeah, he's like a workhorse. <laughs> yeah, if you were just hosting a morning show five days a week, that's a fucking full time job. That's a lot of right. work. But on, on top of that, he's podcasting and doing wrestling events and wrestling shit. Jesus. Yeah. Lazy is not the word I would use. Right. Because they're going to have something on uh, the person that had something on them. The problem is, you know, that, uh, you know, drama sells. Sure, why not? But after a while, you got to back it up with. Uh, actual real material i was watching anthony the other day and he was talking about how when he's walking around in new york city sometimes he sees guys he thinks they're open but they're actually homeless people if i saw that (laughs) guy on the corner down the street i would give him a dollar yeah (laughs) he looks terrible (laughs) what a a psychotic life anthony has had to lead now yeah "Ah, is that that, (laughs) he's everywhere it's somewhat less scary (laughs) Remember when Maddox thought that beer companies were marketing to homeless people? He had this whole theory, because I just saw that sticker right there that somebody made for us where it's a a homeless guy with a Budweiser. (laughs) It's buds for you. See if any of those type of shows actually have that. I don't don't know, because I don't really listen to uh much of it at all that's my favorite part of this whole video he's like and then this show does this thing and then there's all these other shows they're doing that and then they see this or so i've heard yeah i don't know i've never even looked at an older podcaster they all suck and i've never heard of them (laughs) yeah he goes he goes drama is boring and meanwhile like you said every title is clickbait around drama yeah so, all right, Opie. I, and and it's so. what Opie's, not, not just like this version of Opie, it's what his entire career is Correct. built on. He was literally a shock jock. Yeah, no, he, he literally made fun of Howard Stern every chance that he got to create drama right, was, between them and, and Howard Stern. He's still doing yeah, it. Now, that was an obsession. Yes. And then, you know, he stomps people's cakes and he would hang up on guests and get them to walk out. It's like, you love, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you love drama, Opie. Just acknowledge it. So, Opie doesn't know anything about podcasting even though he talks about it. But what he does know about is politics. I love oh. when Opie gives us his hot political takes, because then that's when I learn shit. Opie doesn't know politics like he doesn't know anything else. Okay, thank you, brother. Yeah, I'm stupid to think that there's a massive gun problem in America. I'm just dumb. Major gun problem in uh, the United States of America. And we got politicians that absolutely do nothing. They look the other way. They got a little thing in their folders. You have a hot take drop over there anywhere, oh, producer Chris? Dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. He walked right into Whoa. it. <laughs> Good stuff, yeah. Obi. Oh, another well, those sh- are yeah. my 
Go ahead. Mike. Those were my favorite episodes of Opie and Anthony when Opie would really take Anthony to task on his political takes. I remember <laughs> yeah. that happening all the time. Yeah, he's got nothing. And it's so funny because, yeah, to your point, Chris, the guy goes, oh, we don't know anything about politics. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I'll well, I know you. that there's a gun problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> the most I know thing that ever. Joe Biden is president. <laughs> yeah. I know I know lots of things. And the, oh. the chat wins again. If I don't know politics, then how come I know the word inflation? <laughs> Explain that, smart guy. <laughs> Deficit. <laughs> Shooting. Here you go. Read it again. Thoughts and prayers. And they add their stupid wife to the thoughts and prayers. Like that's going to make it a little more special. Okay, put that letter back in the file because you know we're going to need it in another couple weeks. You can shove your thoughts and prayers up your butt, man. There are an estimated 400 to 500 million guns in America. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. If we okay, so kind of a good point by this person to say, like, oh, well, how would you solve it then, Opie? There's, there's a lot of guns <laughs> in this country. So let's find out. Opie's going to now solve this problem for us. Oh, good. We were going to deal with uh, too many guns in America. We should have done that. 30 or 40 years ago. I understand yeah. that is a, a big part of this issue, of yeah. course. But these stupid people down in Washington do absolutely nothing. Nothing. They have no ideas. Oh. Illegal guns aren't the problem. I think the politicians are the problem. Whoa! <laughs> there's another hot take. Well, I don't trust any of them. <laughs> wow! I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, kidding aside, I'm glad someone's finally sticking it to the empty suits in D.C. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the fat cats. <laughs> They're not doing anything. Aren't they passing gun legislation all the time? Isn't that one of the... <laughs> oh, whatever. What do I know? All right. Well, I think I think it's a very insightful take to be like, you know what the real problem is? Is people... There's extremes on either side, and the real answer lies in the middle. <laughs> the middle of the road, Opie. Very insightful. All right. So this is what we've proven so far. Opie doesn't know anything about Jim Norton's comedy. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know yeah. anything about the dabble verse. He doesn't know anything about podcasts. Uh, beer. He doesn't know anything about politics, but I bet he knows a lot about science. If there's one thing I know about Opie, he is well-versed. Remember, he's the one making these videos. I'm not pulling these out from his show <laughs> and showing it out of context. He's putting these up as if these are like hot takes that are going to get people into the Opie show. <laughs> Moving slightly faster than the speed of light, bend space time. That's how you travel. I, I, wow, Eddie. Damn, Eddie. Cheers. Oh, he said it right that time. But what is time, man? What is time? The universe doesn't have time. I think the dumbest thing uh, humans did was uh, invent the clock. What's you think the dumbest thing he was doing was invent the clock? <laughs> that's the dumbest thing humans did. Is saying that that's the dumbest thing humans hey, did. Let him finish. Okay, all right, you're right. Let's, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. All right, let's see what he what he means by that. What's this? Oh, this is so we can keep track of time. But what's time? Oh, I don't know. We determined that you know we we go around the sun on this flat Earth of ours. <laughs> And uh, uh, that's not even correct. People who thought it was a flat earth <laughs> thought that the sun went around the earth, that the earth is in the middle. <laughs> but either way, this is my favorite Opie, the proud, smug Opie. Yes. He thinks he is on yeah. this. Oh, teach us a too. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It takes, it takes like a certain amount of time. So now we're going to call that a year. Wait a second. This is a video called Time is Not Real. And he just used the word time to describe <laughs> it. takes a certain amount of time. So it is real. Okay, good. 
Also, the thing that he's describing is so meticulous and well thought out. Yeah, <laughs> he's I know. like, he's fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, it'd be one thing if there was a sundial. If we were still using that, then I'd be like, guys, this is stupid, but no. Yeah. Oh, these retards thought, well, the sun goes one rotation around the earth. <laughs> That's what people don't understand. If there's like um, other earths and other suns. Their concept of a year would be dramatically different than our own. So that's what people don't understand. <laughs> I think I think kids understand that. Yeah, I, guys, guys, enough about this issue. What what is it you don't get? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Opie! Does he think everyone's as dumb as him? He must. You know what people don't understand is that this the whole thing that we call a year is only based on the fact that we live on Earth. No shits. <laughs> so then at that point you're like we made up time this is our version of time god damn it i love when opie has like <laughs> basically pot thoughts like that you would yeah, have in yeah. high school right and he thinks he's like deep and insightful oh he is hey, hey man we created time yeah no we we know that you know what else seven days a week it doesn't even exist that's just something that people made up, that there's seven days in a week. Yeah. It's just Whoa. some dumb thing we created to make life a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Lest we forget, he is a self-professed deep thinker. He yes. has said this several times. I wonder, <laughs> he doesn't even know what the word deep means, I think. <laughs> Deep's not real. It's not a real concept. I don't know why this is bothering me so much, but like if we eliminated time and calendars, it would be fucking chaos out there. You think? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> it's the dumbest it's thing we ever came up with was, that. was clocks. Like, well, some people have to like get up at a certain time to go to work, OP. I, I know you do Right. <laughs> the morning jock is mad at clocks. I get it. I know. 4 a.m. sucks. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it is necessary. It is an important part of my society. I hope the the podcast kind of shifts to just a war on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like, we got to get this off the books. Yeah. No more time. I'm sick of these Pink Floyd songs. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, all right. I mentioned earlier that I checked in on the latest episode of Free Water from our friend Patty oh, yes. Broken Skull, Patty C Cups, Patrick Michael. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. Oh, you know what? I, I should have mentioned this in the uh, previous segment. So my apologies on being so unprofessional. In front of my uh, my other co-host here, oh boy, uh, it's gotta really piss Opie off that Anthony did a quick segment on Opie's beer show yes. and released it on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. and it has fifty times the views as Opie's beer show. And, Anthony talking about and, his show uh, is way more popular than Opie's show. It's yeah. like and like you know, say whatever you want about Anthony. I think by him being behind a paywall makes him a little more like irrelevant than he would be if he just put out a free podcast. Right. But when he puts shit on YouTube, it, there's still a massive audience for it. Same with Norton. Yeah. And so for Opie to be like, these guys are the losers. Yeah, it, it doesn't. And I'm winner. <laughs> it's so delusional. Yeah, it doesn't calculate in any single way. But yeah, it's, it is funny because Anthony is so proud yes. of Opie for actually doing a show. Yeah. He's like, look at it. It's got an intro. 
Yeah. It has a concept. <laughs> he has other guests on there talking. It's amazing. I was Good watching for you, it, buddy. Yeah. We were uh, recording the news last night, me and Lucy, and we were watching that just to just to get into the spirit of things. Yeah, uh, it's got a, a beginning and a middle <laughs> and an end and kind of a theme song. The bar is so, great. so low for Opie that Anthony's just like let everybody know that I'm applauding his work yeah. on this one. This, this is, is a great. show. This is a show. It does have to be weird for Anthony to be like, I worked in radio with this guy for 20 years and he can't put together a show. It's bizarre. Not from a lack of trying. Oh, he's putting shit <laughs> out every day. Just hasn't been able to do a show until now. Right. All right. Another guy who does amazing shows, of course, is Patrick Michael. And Patrick came on his most recent episode of Free Water talking to me directly, as he likes to do from time to time. Welcome to Free Water. As always, I'm Patty Broken Skull. Thank you guys for... I don't know, listening, downloading, subscribing, clipping the show and putting it in your show. Constant promotion from you folks, and it's just so easy to not have to really do any of it myself. So no reason for you to reach out on social media. We don't need that relationship, okay? Stick to the Patreon if you got some cool things to say. Pay the $3, right? I mean, that's what I would do. I did. You kicked me off your Patreon. Patty, did you forget? <laughs> did he? Yes, I signed up years ago, and I gave him three bucks, and then he kicked me off and blocked me. It's the No Roy's Club. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Now you're telling me. By the way, he's at, he's at 14. He must have the most consistent Patreon I've ever seen. He's been at either 12, 13, or 14 for years on oh, wow. Patreon.com slash podculture. And if you want to talk to him, I, I remember playing a clip very recently where he said, here's my email address. Reach out to me. Let me know what you guys think. Here I am on Instagram. And now he's going, don't fucking message me unless you give me money. Then I'll read your message. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't want to hear from you. I don't care. Have you ever invited him on or would that ruin the mystique? I don't think I have. I wouldn't have much to say to him, <laughs> to be honest. Unless yeah, I okay. wanted to be in the Kevin <laughs> Brennan show. Just like, you're an idiot. I understand. Hey, it's more Patty fun to do this. I just wondered if you thought of it. What a piece of shit this guy is. Hey, everybody, look at Patty Broken Skull over here. What a piece of shit. What a cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, never mind. You want to get him on the show now. That actually sounds fun. <laughs> All right, so somebody said something about Patty complaining that Chad used an F slur during the Kevin Brennan roast. Now, as you remember, the best thing that Patty Seacups has ever done was making fun of Chad Zumach trying to roast people. And. Sure. One of the things that Chad did was he made the punchline an F slur just for shock value because he doesn't know how to actually write a joke with a witty punchline. And so people are like, oh, really? You're offended by that? So now Patty Seacombs is going to let us know he's not offended by the F slur. In fact, he uses it himself all the time. And believe me, I have no problem with this word. I could care less about what you say. And in the heat of the moment, oh, yeah, it's probably coming out of my mouth, too. I'm from a different generation. I'm just from a different generation, folks. I know some of you probably out there think I'm a fucking kid. You think that I'm young and shit. Nope. I'm an older person. He's from the F-slur generation. I didn't even realize that. Is that like the Pepsi generation? Yeah, I was just thinking that. He, he should be doing a show with my producer, Craig. I didn't realize what an edgelord he was. <laughs> Watch out, guys. Guys, I'm grandfathered in on F-slurs, all right? Unless you think otherwise. I can't help it. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. So he thinks that all the suggestions that people give him are stupid and suck because he you know he gets all these comments on his YouTube videos now, and he goes through and reads them and gets upset. 
Yeah, I got some comments on the Shane Gillis, Matt McCusker video that I just put up about their JRE experience. And let's be honest, guys, when it comes to that YouTube channel, the most watched or the most time watched or the most popular and well-liked videos are not any of the ones that these people have recommended. Not one video that you guys have said, hey, you should do a video on blah, blah, blah. Not one time have you been right. So stop giving him advice on how to do his show. He knows better than you. All the videos that he came up with the idea for are doing the best. Shut up. I like that he gives us three definitions of views on video. He's like, the most watched or the most time watched. Or the most. Right. It's like, no, we got we, we get it. We, we get what you mean by that. All these shows, <laughs> they're always talking about we can't do without the fans and the listeners. We love you guys. Thanks for the support. Patty, I, I gotta, you got to love... His attitude towards it's like, shut the fuck up. It's refreshing. Yeah. I don't know why I you're listening. I prefer to do it without the fans. Yes. <laughs> do not communicate with me at all. If you want to give me money, fine. I'll take your fucking money. Yeah, just don't tell me you're a fan. <laughs> yeah. You know, guys, I'm doing this all in spite of you. So thanks for, thanks for listening. Yeah, you could talk shit about me, but it's not going to boost your numbers any. Because I'm nothing. Talk shit about Shuli Agar, fine. Okay. Ooh, that's gonna help. People know who that is. Talk shit about uh, Reverend Bob Levy. That's gonna boost your numbers. But you talk about little old me, doesn't really help you at all. It just doesn't. I wish it did. Believe me, that'd be great. Anything to help you guys get bigger and make more money off of Anthony Cumia's recommendations. Fine, yes. How great that would be. He is really in Chad's world right now. The way that uh, he's yeah, talking. Two, th two thoughts on that. First of all, how do you go from destroying Chad to copying him? <laughs> but yes. also, like, I, I like these guys a lot, but it's hilarious to me that his examples of big names are Shuli and Bob Levy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like, hey, these are gonna clicks. You have to understand that Patty's entire life is YouTube now. Like, that's all he right. does is just stares at YouTube, and nobody's making more shows right now than Shuli and Bob Levy. That's a good point. <laughs> so I can <laughs> see true. why those would be on the you know <laughs> top of mind for him, obviously. But I like that he yeah. says, you can make fun of me, but it's not, it's not going to get you viewers or listeners. I beg to differ, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely yeah, disagree with that. yourself up like that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Come on. You're, you're good fodder. Also, I like, he, I like that he's like, you shouldn't be making fun of me. Because it won't make you successful. It's yeah. like, why? Well, what if I just enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not convincing me. Can I just do it as a hobby? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Try and stop me. <laughs> All right. So finally, I think this is the first time he's ever done this. Patty Seacups is going to explain to us what the format of his show is. Oh, wow. Because honestly, I have no idea. And I've listened to a lot of episodes. <laughs> I've waited so long. Yeah. So let's find out. What is it? <laughs> Sorry. Every episode's different. You got no reason to start any particular, you know, place within the episodes, no matter how many there are. And like I said, this is a podcast started in 2020 that has been through some changes, but it's always sort of been based around the idea of me not getting distracted. <laughs> Being able to go through and talk about a singular topic and then move on. I think he got distracted when he was explaining that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will ignore my kids for 30 minutes at a time. That's the format of my show. Yeah. I, I didn't realize until like somewhat recently when you guys were talking about him. I didn't know he has a family while he's doing all of this. Well, he's got two young kids, 
but he broke up with the mother of those kids. So I don't know what that situation even is, but it oh, does sound like there's children in the background quite a bit. Maybe put, pop it okay. in and post just to fuck with us or what his deal is. <laughs> so Kids, I'm doing a bad podcast right now. Keep it down. Guys, I'm trying to focus on one topic right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what a fucking weird, <laughs> what a weird thing to say. He explains that he wants to talk about one thing and focus on it. Like, all right. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> yeah, any, any time now. We're, we're waiting. <laughs> All right. So, again, Patty's talking about me specifically because I'm the one who brought up when we heard him roast Chad. Like Maybe it's, this is the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours theory. If you do something right. enough, you get good at it. Mm-hmm. And Patty's going to say, no, that's not the case at all. <laughs> And for the people that think that I've got my 10,000 hours in and all of a sudden this fucking switch flipped, right, to make me appe- to appease to you, right? Uh, Hold on uh, a second. What was that? To get me to appease to you? Is that what he said? Hold on. I got to listen to that again. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. I always do What's this. your problem? <laughs> Appe- to appease to you, right? Uh, I already had the skills, guys. Oh. And it didn't take any pushing from you to make me do that. I chose to do it. In fact, I didn't want you to find it. Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. (laughs) He's still talking about how amazing he is. Even if he's terrible. He's terrible at talking about how amazing he is. (laughs) It's just like that. uh, Remember we played the clip of that hiding in my room guy who was like, I, I don't like that. Uh, this I talk all this shit about my fiance, and she found my YouTube channel. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want finding... you to see. Oh, you liked that video? I didn't even want you to see that video that you liked and promoted. <laughs> I can't win with this guy. I I give him money. I I get him viewers. I promote him nonstop. And he hates me. And he clearly listens, because what yeah. are the odds that multiple platforms mention the Malcolm Gladwell <laughs> right. 10,000 hours I in reference to I think that was me him. specifically, yeah. So that seems like a shot at you. This guy's the opposite of Harrison Young. Harrison Young, I go on, I goof at him. He couldn't be more excited about it, to the point where he's bringing my brother and sister-in-law on the show. Like, anyone who's oh, yeah. even close to WATP is now a guest on <laughs> Topic Time. He's so excited about it. Patrick Michael, just the exact opposite. All the promotion I give him. Doesn't like it at all. I like that Harrison Young. Harrison Young is not taking Patrick Michael's advice. He's like, I know how to get views. Yes. Of Carl's sister on. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Although no, I'm saying that, but my sister and I is probably recording a show with Patty Seacups right now. I'll probably see it in my <laughs> it's a feed. Big star now. I'll probably see it in my feed very soon. All right. Um, so this is. Him saying that I was almost someone. This is confusing to me. Maybe you can make sense of this one. This fucking podcasting realm is full of guys that live a life of almost, right? You live a perpetual life of, hey, almost. I almost was Anthony Cumia. I, I almost was Jim Norton. And that's fine. I live a perpetual life of half-assing. Okay. I am not putting in full effort into anything. Even the bullshit YouTube channel, you fucking dummies. <laughs> he's showing us. I was like, well, he must have written this down. It sounds like he wrote a script. He had some good thoughts. He brought up some interesting points. He's like, whoa, you like that? Never again. <laughs> he has some strange brags. Yeah. Like, I don't try. <laughs> That's pretty cool, right? If if you think there, there was a, a, a weird line in the room 
where uh, the mother-in-law goes, if you think I'm tired today, wait until you see me tomorrow. I feel like it's a similar kind of threat like this. Like, oh, if you guys think I'm putting in very little effort right now, wait until you see what the future holds. There will be so little <laughs> effort that I put into these shows. Your head will spin with the lack of effort. All right. Yeah, he, his his approach is very strange. It seems like he wants to be a podcaster, but hates the idea of people watching his videos. Correct. That's why and we he love does, him. Like, he does know things. Like He's like, oh, if I put you know, Shane Gillis' name in the title, maybe more people will watch it. So he's actively trying to get views. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And actively working against them. I don't know even how to describe it, really. I can't figure it out either because he's got Brendan Schaub and Chris D'Elia, and he's got these crazy art illustrations of them. He's putting in all the thumbnails, and he's, he's doing the shorts, yeah. and he's he's doing all of this stuff to get people to watch his videos. And then when they do, he goes, fuck you. Stop watching my videos. <laughs> and if you even try to comment, he gets annoyed with that, too. Who cares about it? Why? Who am I? I, I don't get it. I'm still in this, like mindset of who who's this for in the end besides me so to think i'm doing like one guy even left a comment and said that i needed to fix my volume fix fix my levels right on my youtube videos i saw that comment on there someone just goes hey dude just normalize when you get done with the audio you can probably just right click on it and, and hit normalize and it'll sound way Did better volume yeah, is that a joke i missed or i don't know he he, call, he pronounces volume volume huh. all the time it's annoying. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's not exactly the right way to pronounce that word. But what's crazy about this, Mike, is that when I pulled down this podcast and I loaded it in my software, I went, holy shit, this dude finally normalized the audio. It's consistent all the way across and it's much louder than it normally is. When I normalized it, it only went up 5 dBs. Normally it goes up like 15. So oh, he's complaining about this advice that he got, but he obviously must have taken it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop giving me advice that I use. <laughs> I, I think it. I've figured it out, and it's just we don't understand Patrick because he's a tortured artist. Ah. I think that's the real. We're in this game for the money, you know, and he's in it for the art. You're I right. Think. Like Kurt Cobain never wanted to become as successful a rock star as exactly. he was. Yeah. Yeah. If only they met the same demise. Well, I don't think Courtney Love's going to kill Patrick Michael, but <laughs> I hear what you're saying. It was an inside job. I guess my point. We gotta we gotta work in nine eleven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. So now we should talk about his editing prowess and all the editing that he does on his show. I just simply edit edit it to the best of the abilities that I have and what I hear. Right. Try to take out that fucking weird like. I don't even know. It sounds like a fan on or something like this, and that'll be that in the background of the voice. microphone sometimes, depending on where I record. <laughs> Try to cut all that shit out so that way you bitches have nothing else to fucking complain about besides what I talk about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. He just, this is getting dangerously close to caring about what other people think. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. just said that he edits his show so that we can't goof out like, the, the poor production of it. Yeah. <laughs> so wait you know a second. You know what's interesting is like sometimes I'll bitch about an individual that like will tweet at me or something yeah and uh i'll, I'll focus on and I, I think i'm doing that too much but what's interesting about patrick is he will complain about the entirety of his audience yes. like every he does he, he hates everyone that's listening i can't imagine what his diary looks like when he's just writing down <laughs> and then principled uncertainty said that my volume was low and he can go fucking <laughs> gonna be so upset 
I feel like we're listening to his diary. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Patty does not want to be like me. He's making this very clear. Because I never oh. want to be like you. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. We it would make all more agree sense. with that, right? It would make more sense if I said I didn't want to be like Patrick Michael. That would make sense. I mean, let's be real here. I, I would like to have Carl's success, but I don't want to be like That's him. True. I That's... think we can all agree with that. <laughs> and this is the guy who's blind. who's just like, I'm not trading places with that guy. <laughs> That's how shitty no, I am. <laughs> so, obviously, Patrick Michael's listening to the show now. It's very clear by some of the things that he says, including this word that I don't think he uses correctly, but he would have heard it from us probably. Even when it comes to people that do enjoy my shit... How gross is it to think that there would be people who like what I do so much, they're going to troll the people who don't like me? Like, that's corny behavior, dude. That's like <laughs> telling a guy to meet you after school to fight and then bringing all your friends. How is that corny? I don't know. <laughs> what does he mean by that? Well, I also, I'm hung up on the fight analogy. I don't really get that either. Well, so again, when he said earlier, he's like, you guys think I'm a kid. I'm not a kid. Well, we think that because you talk about school so much, dummy. Like every single thing he brings back to, it's like in high school when this thing happens. You're like, did you, were you just there earlier today? Why are you talking about high yeah, school? Just looking through the window. He, he does sound young too. I, th I thought, yeah. I think that's why the him having kids thing shocked me. So I thought he was like 20 years old. Well, he's also stupid. And you like to think that someone in their 30s would have some knowledge of how the world works. Right. And he does not. So that's why people think that he's young. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No, just not at all with that one. All right. So I, I don't think corny was the, the right word. But it's been a while, so... This dude is fucking corny. Nice. <laughs> so now, apparently there's a guy from Australia. I don't know if it's that Aussie guy. I'm not sure who it is. But somebody's been reaching out to him who wants to start a show with him. And he's very annoyed oh. with this, of course. And I don't really know what he does. All I know is that he does bother me. Emails me. And, and his emails don't make any sense because I told him, I said, I don't want to be on your show. No, I'm not doing the show with you. I simply said no. And he said, thanks for your consideration. And then I realized, oh, I got 11 voice messages from this guy since this email. He must think this is some sort of game. Is there nothing going on over there in Australia? Is there? Do we need another big fire for you guys to be relevant again? What's happening? Is He, he has a fucking shit accent. Do your own show then. Why? What? He's like, hey, fucking two countries come together, mate. You're not a bad guy. You're not a bad guy, Patrick. And he keeps, and I'm like, hey, man, I don't like you. That Irish accent's pretty tight, though. <laughs> give it to him. That was supposed to be Australian. <laughs> I thought that was Why easy. Why did I move to Australia? I wonder. <laughs> All right. So apparently, Patty has a voicemail number, which I did not know. Oh. Did anyone know that? <laughs> Someone's leaving him voicemail. How do you do that? I want to do that. Also, does he ever explain why he's so against going on this guy's show? Like, I've never seen a podcaster hate podcasting so much. Hold on, Cardiff is shaking his head, yes. He's probably playing his guitar right now, not even paying attention, but just to, <laughs> just in case. Hello. Did, did you know that he has a uh, voicemail number? Not technically a number, okay. but maybe I'll explain off-air. Oh, what do you mean explain off-air? Explain on-air. We all want to talk to Patty Seacuffs. Oh, okay. Well, because he's blocked me on it already, so might as well. Okay. <laughs> if you This if fucking you go to potato his keeps calling me? I don't want to talk to a potato. <laughs> yeah. If you go to his Anchor FM site, there's a spot there where you can leave a voicemail. Oh, okay. And he did he did reference me a while ago uh, prior to blocking me. 
Congratulations. That he was tired of getting messages from me trying to get him on my show. You've arrived, buddy. Actually, actually I wanted to collab with him, but he, he declined. A lot of people want to collab the with him. The only them. man who's never done a podcast with Cardiff. <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought Cardiff wanted to do a duet with him. That would be awesome. <laughs> that too. I'll do that. I just want to work with the genius, yes. Well, I don't know if you had this good of a pitch, but the Aussie guy had a brilliant idea for a show that the two of them could do together. Because all the mm-hmm. shit that he's sending to in the voicemails, you're like, be funny. Give me, sell me. Sell me on the, okay, so you're trying to sell me on the idea that I came up with. Right? Fuck me or fight me, right? That's my thing. And this guy's saying, let's start a show called <laughs> Fuck Me or Fight Me, dude. It'll be cool. But why? Which part? Which part's cool? It sounds pretty cool to me. I would I would tune in to Fuck Me or Fight Me. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good idea. Did you have a good idea? I think he's telling the guy to like be that? funny. Like, this guy's supposed to call him and be like, so two Jews walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> wow me on the phone. Cardiff, what was your idea? Well, I didn't have an idea. Oh, yeah, trying to get, I was trying to get him to respond to me. He's emailed me back and told me to, uh, in a nice way, told me to fuck off. Okay. But uh, no, we are not doing a show together yet. So according to our Discord right now, breaking news, everybody, Cranberry Electric is the Aussie who has been trying to get a show going with Patty That C. is true. Cops. That is true. Yeah. Confirmed no, that- by Cardiff. Yes. Are, do you know, are, is it the same family, Cardiff Electric and Cranberry Electric? No. You guys no. don't see each other He's a disciple. He's a disciple. Oh, okay, I see. Electric is a very common last name. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Especially in England. <laughs> or Australia, I guess, where Cranberry is from. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Ireland. All right. So, um, Paddy has some really good ideas. And he wants to let us know. He's got all the ideas. He doesn't need us to tell him what to do. I have better ideas in my pinky than most of the people you fuck with. Believe me. And this isn't scripted. Like I said, <laughs> you don't want me to put pen to paper. You just don't. Ooh. You'd rather have it this way, my guy. I promise. Why is that? The pen is mightier than the sword. And that's without spending call. any time researching. No one told me there was going to be boasting. I like that he's threatening us like, with writing things down before he talks. Yeah. Imagine if, like, Tarantino thought that way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to put pen to paper. It'll blow your fucking minds. Now, Paddy has a very good memory. And that's why he's so good at podcasting. He remembers everything that he learns. You know, because you get information every day. New information. It's a matter of what you do with it and how you can access it. And I can get to it pretty quick, boys. You know what I mean? Whoa! A little humble brag <laughs> from Patty right there. That's very John. Very stuttering John. Yeah. I have a perfect, a photographic memory. Now, you know, we saw him on, um, what's uh, Tony Hinchcliffe's show? What's the what's the name of that show? Kill, uh, Tony. Kill, Kill Tony. Tony. We saw him on that. I want to see him on Jeopardy. I didn't realize he was able to access <laughs> this information so quickly. <laughs> I want to see how he does on that. All right. Are you guys ready for a serious mind fuck? Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the, try to wrap your head around. I know that Opie talking about time, the concept of time, probably still got people wondering what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I'm still reeling. Yeah, so check this out. I don't really care. I don't really care. I, I say this, but you know, deep down, I care, but I also don't really. Which is it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> yes. 
One of the great mysteries. We'll never know, I fear. The fact that I say I don't care 5,000 times on podcasts might seem like I do care. And maybe I do, but I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. So, oh, imagine if you put that down on paper. One, one more <laughs> clip I have for us, because as you guys might recall, I mentioned that the format of the show is focusing on one topic. And that topic for this episode, obviously, was about me and how I should go fuck myself. But he also <laughs> wants to tell us that Rihanna at the halftime show <laughs> was not really a great event for the men watching football. So he's got an idea for how to entertain the male audience that is a Super Bowl audience. Okay, you could have brought out a fucking a bratwurst and put sunglasses on it and had to do some renditions of some Sinatra tracks, right? And that would have got more views at halftime from men than Rihanna. <laughs> what do you think about that, Carter? Like what I tell him to like. <laughs> uh, if we're bringing out food to do the halftime show, <laughs> I have another suggestion. <laughs> I will say my favorite thing about bratwurst is watching it. I, I enjoy staring at it more than anything. <laughs> Speaking of staring at it, I want to bring Hannah on the show. Hannah, are you there? You are there. I'm here. <laughs> Sorry. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing oh, no. well. Are oh, all good. those your guitars? They are not my guitars. Oh, okay, we're done. No. No. Mm. Um, I'm glad Cardiff, you have a nice haircut. Oh, thank you. It's, it's still President's Week. Oh yeah. The, mm -hmm. Yeah. There we go. Till tomorrow. All right, guys. We need to catch an alien up yes. in this bitch. I think it's that time. This is the game show that everyone's talking about. If there's a water cooler, would Mike cooler like me to work, do described video for him? If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> okay, I will talk <laughs> you through you it, Mike. <laughs> yes. See, this guy looks weird, Mike, and uh, <laughs> we speculate that maybe he's oh. not from this earth. <laughs> now I get the jokes. <laughs> It's time for everyone's favorite new game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an yes. alien? Let me check with everyone. Uh, Hannah? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, Hannah's ready. Producer Chris? Yes. Mike? Give me a few minutes. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let's take five, but let's get check back your here. Email. Check your email for a DocuSign, please. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, guys. Ready or not, here we come. Now, say they come out and they say, okay, there are aliens. There, there's some in the Milky Way. We feel that some things are wrong. There's some stickers. Years old. What does that do to religion? That I think that's a big part. If they do know the, the reality of all this, what does that do to religion? And what conflict would that create? The oh. Pope put it in. Do you know that? The yeah. Po yeah. The Pope put that in. Ben. Really? Yeah, he put other life into the Catholic Church. I've thought about that even before all this, and um, as a Christian, uh, having read the red text in the Bible, which is obviously Jesus's words. A little longer than a few minutes later. <laughs> no way you could be that profound. You could, as a philosopher or anything, to be able to, to have that big of an impact based on those words. I'm with you. In, in my opinion, <clears throat> why can't God be whatever you want it to be, right? And with the whole Bible thing, oh, gotcha, that bullshit, I've heard yeah. that too. And 
God could be anything. I, I don't think there's anybody that's alive that's going to sit here and say that there's not something bigger than us. Whether you think there's somebody who floated up to heaven and went to hell, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's something bigger than us. I mean, that's obvious. So there's a God in some way, shape, or form. And with the Bible, in my opinion, again, I think it's a good thing. I, I think it keeps society in there. check to an extent. <laughs> but I also think you got five guys with five different stories. Oh boy. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, and all five guys were trying to get to the top with Jesus. B, probably on a lot of shrooms. Next, who even knows what their agenda was? Four, it's like that game, Broken Telephone. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Lastly, <laughs> it's like Fox News and CNN. They all tell a different story to catch an alien. Oh, man, it could be that last one. He does like to talk about that. I'm going to go with number three. Who knows what their agenda was or is? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Blind Mike Geary. What do you think, buddy? I'm going to go with the first one. Like all, all five guys trying to get to the top with Jesus or whatever he said. Okay. Yeah, that was I don't know why I could hear him saying that. <laughs> all right. Hannah? Uh, I'm going to go with D, broken telephone. Broken telephone. Yeah. So the squirrel watcher says that. Corn dip says the shroom one. <laughs> Producer Chris, what say you? I'm going number five, Fox yeah. and CNN. I like that one too. Uh, Enoch F is predicting this is the end of my winning streak. Uh, I hope oh, not. I hope so. <laughs> I don't. Maybe we shouldn't have Cardiff here when we play this game. <laughs> Only when I win. And with the Bible, in my opinion, again, I think it's a good thing. I, I think it keeps society in check to an extent. But I also think. You got five guys Whoa. with five different stories. Probably on a lot of shrooms and a oh, lot of shit. Shrooms. Oh, nobody got it. I don't know. Corn but I, I think it's a good thing. But just because you, you believe in the Bible, but you also believe in other life or a different type of God, that doesn't make you like against Jesus Christ. It just means you think outside of the box within. I, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Hmm. I don't think his mushrooms even grow in that climate. <laughs> they were on shrooms, Hannah. Just accept it. Well, I think they need some moisture and some substrate. Oh, I'm just saying. Are you a soil expert? No, I'm not. That's Casey. Oh. Brought to you by patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric and the Cardiff Electric YouTube. Also...
right. Now's the time when I remind Cardiff most people listen to the show and not watch it. So when you're promoting with that attitude, they will. surfing. <laughs> I was might. enjoying the tunes. Yeah, it's a it's a good sign. Don't get me wrong. But you might want to actually say the name of the show and where to see it. But that's fine. Who cares? What have well, we done said it today? Three times now. Thank you. <laughs> what have we done today? We've done it all. We watched. I rewatch. I Carly. We watched the DabbleCon official music video from El Harible and Tony Muskrat. Boo. We said, what, what are you talking about? You were featured in it, Cardiff. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> they showed you winning an award and doing your stand-up routine. What else do you want? And there could have been more. <laughs> <laughs> you were featured as much as Anthony Cubio was, for Christ's sake. Mm. Hannah, you were in it, I've too. I've done Did more you see for that? this business. Oh, stop it. Do you see the video, <laughs> Hannah? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'll send it to you afterwards. You have to check it out. Okay. Because you were featured in it as well. We talked about Kevin Brennan talking about Chad Sumak and then talking to Chad Sumak and telling him he sucks to his face. Opie knows everything there is to know about the Dabbleverse podcasting, politics, gun, science, time, you name it. Patty Seacops is still mad at me for liking a video he made. How dare <laughs> promoting you? It. How dare you? He's so pissed at me <laughs> about it. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's... Fe- oh, and also... No one caught an alien, so Cardiff nope. wins to catch an alien. I should have known with the shrooms. God damn it. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the show that we'll be checking out on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. Christian Blatt is back on the show, and we'll be looking at... Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I am Amanda Allen. Oh, Vacation Jackson Va- is here. Vacation Jackson is still. Who's Vacation Jackson? Uh, that's me when I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Why Mommy Drinks is the show. We got to do a show that men host at some point again. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> People are insane. Why Mommy Drinks is the show that we'll be checking out on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. Please check that out, people. We think it's going to be a fun one. Of course, I always think that. Yeah. How often am I right? Sometimes. Hmm. Sometimes I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. People should check out. Which of your projects should people check out? Right. Let's, put it, let's do it that way. It's only when I come on this podcast do I feel like, boy, I am doing too many podcasts. It's a lot. It's a lot. But. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have Blind Mike Project. Why are you laughing? Who are these socials? Uh, all of those you can find at blindmike.net. You can subscribe to the Patreon for bonus and live episodes. Um, I'm on the Kirk Minahan show twice a week. And uh, that's pretty much it. Blindmike.net. Very good. Why Are You Laughing is a fantastic show and uh, definitely mm-hmm. worth signing up for the Patreon to get those you, bonus sir. episodes. So I would definitely endorse that. Cardiff, we, we know what you're up to. <laughs> it's enough promotion yes. out of you. Dr. Steve on Mom Swipes Left tomorrow. Check it out. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, you're still <laughs> you're still uh, doing something with Mom Swipes Left, huh? Well, I get a piece. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever happened to uh, sure. Palm Swipes After? Is that still happening? Uh, yeah, apparently it is. Oh, okay. 
Is that, yeah. is that guy pissed you stole his shtick? I think Cardiff murdered Cardiff's him. Cardiff's muse, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Your inspiration. <laughs> it's less about the potato and more about the personality. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> Good point. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to make it seem like I thought all potatoes were the same. No. <laughs> How bigoted of me to think that. <laughs> Hannah, you're going to be the star of Patreon coming up this week. Anything else you want to promote? Um, yeah, so that was kind of like just like a funny joke photo. We were there and I was like, ah, this is so funny. Take this picture that you're that I gave to you. Um, but I did talk to Vic. Yes. And she is very agreeable to doing like a barnyard photo shoot with both of us. What? So I think we'll have that at some point. Um, all right. Well, can I ask, why do you girls do this? Shut what up, Mike. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why is Mike here? Yeah, Kyle, did As you hear something? I did. <laughs> that is, well, um, that's amazing, Hannah. I'm excited about this. Yeah, we, we have low self-esteem. That's why. Okay. That's yeah. kind of what I figured. But. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's interesting. So Vic is still alive. I didn't know that. He's- yeah, that's, she's so like. That's good to know. I think her schedule is crazy, which I get. I, I think she has to get up super early, and she's probably exhausted. You know. Yeah, she's but, got a lot going on. But she can still put out a cow bikini, right? She can, yeah, and she will. Time for that. One week <laughs> when our schedules line up. So. With a little can-do attitude and some elbow grease, she That's will. Right. Also, the the photos that we're putting up are not funny photos. They're very sexy. I don't I don't know why you're you're trying to to knock these and act like. Uh... I thought it was funny. Oh, okay. Well, I'm hilarious. I told Mr. Hannah, I was like, "Hey, get a picture of me doing this." All right. <laughs> it's that picture. Oh, I think she's. Hey, get in here. There's a girl it. soaping her ass. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. Two boobs. <laughs> <laughs> the rule of twos gets me every time. Guys, please join us next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. It's Internet News with Lucy Tightbox. Regarding episode 386, Zooier Than Now, Jackson and the Patreon writes, The beloved live chatters were fun in this episode. Glad I caught this one live. Great work, producer Chris, Doug, and Potato. Carl, you were okay, too. Deluxe shares. Hannah is a good egg. She said she'd resigned if Balin Dupree came on to read reviews. Impressive young lady. You go, girl. Vic, what the fuck? Balin talks way better trash than you do. Deeply unprincipled in Reddit says, I recommend subscribing to the Patreon, if only for one month, simply to see Chris's face when Carl talks about the stickers. I laughed. I cried. I jerked off twice. Kroger fan one. Chris is put off and mean Doug smiles like a kid who found his first playboy. As he's seven 6-2. The topic is disgusting, but the presenters are hilarious. Carl claims there's less romance when watching animals with each other versus humans. Carl watches porn for the plot and romance. Farmer Boy 666, 40 minutes in and loving it, even if it's about horse dick. 
Turbo 7049 responds, Username checks, horse fucker. Farmer boy. Good call, I'd say. Story left notes, Opster's back at Gebhardt's where he's always right at home. Love it. I'm having nightmares about that Hawaiian pizza beer. Sounds so horrible. Getty Lee's thumb opines, Good to see Opie step up his output to cope with the Melendez slump. As graceless, arrogant, and 15-watt dim as ever. Nicest guy in house agrees via YouTube. He's like that embarrassing relative that you need to see every Christmas. Bryce Kate points out, This isn't something he's passionate about. It's something he thinks has a built-in audience. So any fan of beer shows will sniff out how phony he is in one video. Who is this for? Mr. Mustard, could you imagine working a gig for more than 20 years and having no idea how to do the job? Caddy Daddy, very different than the Hawaiian pizza, but not bad. I hope he doesn't start riots with those spicy takes. Beetlejuice, the way he says cheers makes me want to gouge his eyes out. JJ Walnuts, wait until Stuttering John figures out he can have a show like this and write off his bar tab. Zastrous agrees, if only John would have thought of this. Bar hopping with John and Army Major. Tim Juck Jr. <laughs> seems genuine with, I'm sure this will catch on. It's so interesting and original and not low rent or shitty at all. Eric Redlifson, who knew you could stack a steaming pile that high? And Dan Cashin plays us out with, Opie is like a cautionary tale you read to children. Uh, today on The Beer Show, we'll be trying a Coors Light and <laughs> another Coors Light. Oh. Cheers. Oh, you stole my bit. I was going to do that. I need the Army Major to be a part of that if it does happen. <laughs> okay, yes, for sure. He can blink a little bit. <laughs> beer stomping. I give that I give that beer five blinks. Whoa. <laughs> and that's a fact. <laughs> uh, Hannah, we have any new reviews that uh, we can read today? Uh-huh. I've got two for you. Great. Oh, no. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Last week, we had a cat attacking Kaya. <laughs> And now we have dogs attacking our review girls. I know. She's being very aggressive. This is my autistic one, though. She can't help it. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> this first one is from Dave is Not Here. It's called Poor Audio. It's the highlight. These guys are way too inside baseball and crap that matters not. Mm. Not even good crap talkers. Wait, where is Dave then? He's not here. He's not here. Yeah, I think that's not here, man. I think you read that one last time, right, Cardiff? Yes. And that was yes. a oh, one star. Is that a one star? It's okay. Yeah, I know. Cardiff just gay? like, no, keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, if Cardiff read that one, then it's definitely a yeah, well, it's a one, one star. star. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. skipped yay. If you want to read yay. Okay, I'll read. I was going to do that second. Thank yes. you. <laughs> okay. Um. This is by QP. Yay. Carl has a face for radio. <laughs> sorry. Say that again. F John. Can you read that again? I'm sorry. I was I was putting drops down. Carl has a face for radio. F oh, John. I see. Okay. That's a five star? Yes. Very good. Very, very good. Thanks, guys. Keep giving us the reviews. I guess it helps the algorithm or something. I don't know. I heard Blind Mike say that once. So I just yes, believe I say it, to, it all, the, all, all the time, and no one ever listens. To I just me. believe it to be true now. <laughs> Guys, Gary from San Diego oh. has an update for Ooh. us. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Breaking news. John's condo is once again 
pending sale. I guess he's got a contingent offer as of February twenty second. The question is, once he gets the proceeds, will he screw Susanna and not pay her the back child support? Will he bolt the state for New York to live with Mama? Who knows what he's going to go? But of course, the pending sale doesn't mean it's actually going to go through. We've seen this before, where he sold it and then it backs out. So we'll see what happens. But it's announced on Zillow, pending sale. Okay. All right. Is the apartment in escrow or escrows? <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear the other John news this week? No. What's the other John news? The rumor. What's that? I was watching. I was watching the show from the backstabbing, dabbling fuckface. Um, you might know him as B Dabbler. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> There was a super chat from a very reliable source that John will be doing a show next week. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That source Good is very news, everyone. Wrong. Dude, if I that happens, so. that will be the most watched episode of a Stuttering John show ever. Yeah. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Holy shit. He's going to get on there and have 10,000 people waiting for him. Be like, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can call me Mr. Melendez. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, it's going to be about algebra. <laughs> <laughs> found my calling alright well that's exciting I hope that's true and uh, I hope he mm-hmm. sells his shitty apartment and moves on with his life gets out of Canoga Park somewhere more embarrassing <laughs> All right, Nate, Nate from Flint called into the show producer Chris you beautiful slut it's Nate from Flint Michigan Hello. hey can you ask the boss if we can incorporate like a Simpsons trivia game at the Philadelphia show or something like that nope one lifelong fan to another man all right hey Carl love you guys bye thanks Nate um Simpsons trivia what does that have to do with anything <laughs> I mean yes <laughs> we'll definitely do that Nate uh, called back in again all right Oh, my God, Carl, you should read the name of the host of the Young Turks podcast. It'd be super funny to hear you butcher it. And you are not the hot one. Chris is the hot one. (laughs) You're the funny one. He's Ann Hesh, and you're Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) How dare you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. All right. Where are my titty pictures? I was promised titty pictures. It's Friday. I ain't got no titty pictures. Call me back after you send some titty pictures. <laughs> All, right. All right. I've been lazy this week. I apologize. I'll get on Not that. like Opie lazy, right? No, Sam Roberts lazy. Oh, I, okay. I recorded 17 different podcasts this week. <laughs> You're like, titty pictures, fuck it. <laughs> How can John be teaching? I thought that we, I thought that Dabbleverse already proved that he did not have a college degree, that he just attended college classes. So how in the hell does he have a teaching certificate to be able to actually have a full-time teaching job? I think he is just a substitute teacher. I think California sucks dick, and that's why they let a drunk fucking retard be a teacher. We're making some good points there, <laughs> sir. I can't disagree with that. I think he did graduate college. Yes. It is interesting just to think, even if John was like qualified to be a teacher, that they would want that man teaching children. It's desperation. You know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, The school systems in California are not going well. 
if that's who they're getting <laughs> in them. there. I, I don't know how it is in California, but in our state, in New York, in order to teach any level, you have to get your master's degree at some point. Now, you can actually, I think, get a job with your undergrad, but then you have to, within a certain amount of time, get your yeah. master's. Oh. I thought so, you just had to I prove that you sucked here, at everything. You, to... <laughs> you just have to get good grades <laughs> at NYU. <laughs> I know you have to, in Massachusetts, you have to pass specific tests, which I can't imagine John taking. Oh, he passed the test. Yeah. He passed the substitute <laughs> he, teacher he test. He aced it. Yeah. They told <laughs> well, me I heard about that. Yes. One of the best silly scores. Of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but I, from what I hear, he's, he's teaching, which is so crazy. So what, a, what an amazing concept that is. I can't think of a, a a yeah, it really is. Well, you guys are forgetting. You see, I always try and help people because what else are we here hmm. for? That is actually a really good idea for a sitcom. Like, get a guy who used to be the stunt boy of a radio show, and yeah. then it's like later on in life, he like the shock jocks aren't around anymore. Yeah. Radio's not what it used to be. What am I going to do? I'll, oh, I'll go back and teach seventh grade algebra. He's Kenny Powers, honestly. It's Kenny Powers, you're right. <laughs> It'd be like if uh, if Eastside Dave was teaching yeah. calculus somewhere. <laughs> the arc is complete. I feel like he's the Stevie, though. Yeah, right. When he's wandering down. He'd be the Stevie. <laughs> he does resemble him a little more. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for uh, being part of the show today. I think that was a fun one. Bye. <laughs> A plane has hit Ivory Watch at Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. Boom. <laughs> okay, bye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> Jesus, I gotta go. <laughs> this is getting stupid. Bye, guys. Don't look too Don't deep, fuck Chris. yourselves. <laughs> Have a good week. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Don't know why it gets me every time. I, know. I, <laughs> I could just do a whole episode of just that. <laughs>